Hello and welcome to Neutral Wrestling. Today we are talking about our experience in New York, New Jersey for WrestleMania 35. Joined by Danny as ever, um, Tebs, and two people you all spoke to Chris, diehard Man United fan, Neil, Leeds fan. So, yeah, we're all here to talk about our experience at WrestleMania 35. I'll just say, I'll just pass you over to Neil. Neil, say, tell us something about yourself. Uh, hi there. So, like, like Dan said, I'm a big Leeds fan, season ticket. Older at Leeds. Um, the only thing that come, cl- comes close to Leeds probably probably wrestling, uh, which I'm sure we'll get into my love for wrestling tonight. Yeah, and this is this is your second WrestleMania. Um, if anyone listened to the WrestleMania 34 podcast, me, we all met pretty much at WrestleMania. Well, we met you at, unfortunately at WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, was met met out there. We'd never spoke to each other before, but. Since then, obviously, we've become good friends and then went out for WrestleMania 35 together. Yeah, so, and Chris, I think I met you WrestleMania 34 through Danny because we stayed in that hotel that stunk of weed. Um, <laughs> so, how many WrestleManias have you been to, Chris? Uh, this is, well, uh, I've been to three now. Three. The first one was at 33. I met young Daniel, Danny, in the stadium when we were sweating our lads off. And uh, that's it, really. We haven't looked back. Yeah, yeah it was oh, It was a hot day, weren't it, at 33 in that stadium? Yeah, it was a bit too much, to be honest with you, but yeah. it is what and, it is, isn't it? Yeah, and we've got Tebs. Tebs, this was your first WrestleMania, weren't it? What made you think, fuck it, I'm going first? I don't know if I'm honest, whatever. First WrestleMania, yeah. it was... gonna, push you over the line? Neil. All right, so it was first, yeah, it was Neil, first WrestleMania, first WWE event I'd been to. Been to a few indie shows, but never been to a WWE event live. So that was the first, thank you. Uh, that was the first um, opportunity I'd had. And you know what? I wouldn't have gone if it weren't for Neil. We were working together and then uh, I moved on and me and him were chatting away. And I'm not one of those people to say, fuck it, let's do it. I'm always thinking, what if, what if, if. And he just said, do you fancy doing it? Do you want to do it? Do you want to come? And I'm yeah, just seeing how much fun you guys had in New Orleans. I wanted to be there for New York. So, yeah, that's how I ended up there. And then we had Danny, who played his, probably played yeah. his usual hard to get of, I'm probably not going to go next year. And then it gets to September and he's in yeah. some cheap flights going for New York. Um, that wasn't, that wasn't the case. It wasn't the case at all, but there we go. Uh, yeah, me and Chris <laughs> stayed together. Um, we, we arrived a few days later. We'll tell you a little bit more about the hotel and the area. That's very interesting. Um, but yeah, I was ready to go. Looking forward to New York. It was a city I always wanted to visit. And you can find my review on the city towards the end of this podcast. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have fun talking about the lovely sights of New York City. So, yeah, so the date we flew out, I flew out on the Monday with GG isn't on this podcast. Um, I'm not sure if you could 
like keep attention for two hours. So we've not got G on, but you'll probably hear about him plenty throughout the show. Um, so yeah, we flew out on the Monday from Manchester. Um, Neil, when did you fly out? Uh, we flew out Tuesday morning from Manchester. Um, got to New York about like three, four in the afternoon. Uh, met you at that Airbnb. Fucking dogs. Um, <laughs> it's mine, that. It's fucking mine. I'm really happy, I've got the window, but I'm not shutting this window. I thought I was window cleaning again. I was dog barking at me. Um, right, Do you know what? Yeah. Oh, go on. Carry on, Chris. Yeah, so, right. Danny, Chris, did you fly out together? I think you did, didn't you? That was on the Wednesday. We did. No, no we, we met in the airport. We got... Chris's flight got in about an hour before mine, and I think you had warned us, um, you and Neil, and uh, Tebs, about the queue and immigration, and other people were saying the, the, the queues are so long getting through the airport, and I think it was like an hour for me um, to get through, so Chris had to wait for me in JFK, so he'd had a few pints while he was waiting. Yeah, I'm not surprised about that. So you can went on the Wednesday. We got there the Monday. That queue at customs was absolutely horrible. I remember being stood there dying for a piss. And I'm thinking, can I go to these toilets? But ended up managing to go to one. Um, I'm trying to think of some experiences on the plane. We had G. G sat there on the seat in front of me. He's leaning over the kids next to him with his camera, his massive <laughs> camera, taking pictures out of the window. He's like, do you mind? And then... Uh, so then they hand him a meal. They hand him the in-flight meal, and he turns around to me. He's like, well, I, I don't want to pay for these. I said, no, no, they're free. They're free. He's like, they're free. <laughs> so he's there enjoying his meal. So I was sat there, and then Aerostess walks down about five minutes later. He basically yanks a skirt pretty much and goes, excuse me, love, are these free on the flight back as well? I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. You've got to make it last. You've got to make it last the week. That little pack of cheese and crackers. You've got to. You've got to get that for the way, way back as well. He just couldn't get over it. I was. He was like, "It's amazing that it's free." I was like, "Well, technically, we have paid like three hundred pound for the flight, so a few biscuits won't go amiss." But um, yeah, so, a, so did he take advantage of the free beer after that, or were you no? You know what he was like when we were there, weren't he? He was like, mm. he, I don't think he had. It. Actually, you know what? He had a glass of wine. He did. Spunked his chips too early on the plane there, but yeah. So we eventually got there. We battled the subways, which me and G pretty struggled badly with. Absolute nightmare, them subways. Tickets, they just never spit out. They don't accept any of your credit cards. Um, we get to our... What was it? Was it like a... Would you call it a flat? What, what was it? It's like a townhouse, wasn't it? Townhouse. Townhouse. It's like a three-story townhouse in New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey it was, weren't it? New Jersey. So we get there, eventually, three hours later, sat there, realised I'd lost my suitcase key. So I couldn't open my suitcase. I've got, I'm have got. i watching G try and saw it off with a knife. And then, yeah, about half an hour later, I re- G goes, oh, I, I give you, you give me your suitcase key on the subway. He pulled it out of his pocket. So, yeah, we eventually got the suitcase open, went to Times Square that night, and... Um, yeah, just struggled with the subway. That was my memories of night one. Um, so, yeah, that was our day one. Then day two, this would be the day that Paul and Neil arrived. Um, Paul, first time I'd spoke to you was that battle to get the tickets, weren't it? 
Yeah, we got on, was it Ticketmaster or something like that? And the first time, we'd, we'd always been texting and everything. And the first time, I, I hear your voice chatting away to you, trying to get these tickets. And it's like, is that the one we want? Are they the ones who are getting kicked out of the queue? And then was it Lloyd's had blocked the transaction or something like that? So, But yeah, that's the first time we met. I know going through that, I mean, we, me and Neil flew on the same flight over. Um, my, my main memory of that immigration queue was turning my uh, Wi-Fi on all the messages coming through and seeing that my car had got broken into at home. <laughs> as soon as we land in New York, I'm getting pictures of my smashed car window and I'm just thinking, fuck it hell. But I just, uh, and again, Neil just says to me, just forget about it. You can't do anything, get on with it. And I think that just motivated me just to go and have a good time. But then we met, didn't we? And uh, you had all bottles of pop and I met G for the first time. And No, it was a good spot actually, Jersey City, wasn't it? It was a good, it was a good area for staying. The house yeah. was class. Yeah, the house was great. Yeah, I mean, for, for what what we paid for it, you you get like just a basic hotel room in Manhattan, and what was it like a tw- fifteen twenty minute train ride from Manhattan? Yeah, so, it's, it's a good place yeah. to stay if you're going to New York. But didn't you get uh, nearly arrested for stealing from a, a local shop, Dan? Oh yeah, shit! I forgot. I've got that in my notes here. Went to the <laughs> went to the shop to get some beer. Guy accuses me of stealing water. Even though, yeah, it was tap water that I'd filled <laughs> up from the tap, yeah, which I don't even know if you men are doing now. Yeah, you are, that's spinning. Yeah. So, <laughs> filled it up with tap water. I'm walking in the shop because we were trying to get you lot some beer, like try and be nice people, yeah, get some beer. And he was like, hey, you got to pay for that, dude. I was like, well, I have, mate. And yeah. Was he Welsh? <laughs> God. No. Um, but yeah, um, I'm trying to think what else we did that. We went to Ground Zero, I think, that day. G was flipping with his camera, flying about everywhere. But yeah. So yeah, you two you two arrived, didn't you? Um, what yeah. did we do that night? Did we go out? No, you were at the Brooklyn Nets. Um, no, I'm not on about time. you. you this is oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> what, that first night was baseball at Yankee Stadium? Oh yeah, we went to baseball, didn't we? On the coldest, the coldest night you can imagine. It's pretty Sitting much. As... Go on, Neil. No, no. I was just going to say, pretty much as soon as we got. Neil, you keep getting cut off. Hey, it's live. This happens, people. No, so pretty much as soon as we turned up in Jersey City, it was a case of dump the bags down. Everyone get together, get into Manhattan, um, head up towards Yankee Stadium, and we went and watched. Can you remember the team that were playing? I'm trying to remember. I can't. I was trying to. Was it uh, Montreal or someone like that? But that was we went, a Saturday, we, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a. It might have been Detroit or someone. But so we went and watched that baseball. Absolutely freezing. Seeing the wonder of a uh, French fries, chips being put in the top of a soda can, and foot-long hot dogs and pretzels that absolutely disgusted me, which I'm sure Danny remembers. But yeah, that was a good night. It was. It was good to be there and experience sort of baseball. I think it was just one of those bucket list things. See the Yankees at Yankee Stadium, tick done, and then uh, we headed back, didn't we? It was Definitely. good. We left after our, just too cold. Hey, Neil's back. He's back. Neil's back. Where is he? I'm here. And I was just going to say, I don't think I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't class it as good personally. Did you enjoy it, Dan? We, we left after half an hour, didn't we? It was like nice <laughs> to be in Yankee Stadium. Do you know what I mean? I remember just taking a picture with that yeah. PNE flag for about ten minutes. Thinking yeah. all these Americans are looking at us, thinking, "What the fuck is a Preston North End?" Um, but yeah, it was freezing, weren't it? We was in that yeah. top tier, and then we went down into like the bar below. And I just remember thinking, and 
I think it was Neil who said it's like sixteen dollars or fourteen dollars or something for a beer. And you, I think Tebs, you were really tired, weren't you? After a while, I was not just whipping up. Yeah, yeah, I was um, old grouchy old man, so I was ready. I was ready to hit the hay there and then. But I remember the worst one was I found a twenty dollars on floor, and it was just between me and this kid and his dad sat next to me. I picked it. I remember picking it up to him, saying, "Is that yours?" He's like, "No, no, and it is now." And his dad just kind of looked at me and nodded. I'm just looking at him, thinking, "I could have got another drink for that." Fuck, why didn't? <laughs> oh yeah, I don't remember that now. I've come to. And I was just, yeah. But it was for me. Yeah, look, it's. I'm not a baseball convert. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not going out buying Yankees tops and stuff. It it was, you know, one of those things to tick off. Done it now. Thanks very much. Not going to do it again. But still worth doing. Yeah, just a knockoff version of cricket, really, isn't it? Um, yeah, rounders. It's just rounders with a national anthem at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, rounders with gloves. Saying that, I suppose they were gloves for rounders. Um, right, so we, we, we got back to the uh, townhouse, as Neil eloquently put it. Um, we sat and... What did we do? We sat and watched Smackdown, didn't we? It would have been Tuesday night. Um, sat and watched Smackdown. I just remember thinking, Neil's like, oh, we've got to have some vodkas. So Neil's there pouring this vodka. And I, I just have a, like, a little bit of vodka in it. And he poured this vodka and I just thought, well, that is horrible. And literally by the end of SmackDown, Neil's pissed. Oh, don't go to bed. Let's stay up. Let's stay up. You know what Neil gets like when, when he's pissed. <laughs> and uh, so then I'm going to bed and I'm thinking, right, call it a night. And I'm just sat there. I'm st- well, stood there. I'm going to piss on the toilet. And I just get shoulder barge from behind. <laughs> Neil knocks me out of the way. There's piss flying on the floor. I'm like, what are you doing? He went, I, I really needed a piss, sorry. I was like, for fuck's sake. So, yeah, that was my night. And then the following morning, I would have been woken up at 6 a.m. by G. I never <laughs> mentioned this, but G, right, it cost him. He's like Jim Obsessed for people that don't know him. He paid $100 for a week pass at this gym, but it only started. He wanted it to last a full week till we went home. So we paid $30 for an hour in there for that first day. So he spent $130 on uh, gym passes for his uh, first holiday away in years. So, yeah, he made the most of it, the lad. Um, day three. This is Danny. I can tell you're eager to talk. And Chris, Danny and Chris, this was when you arrived. So I'll pass you over to Danny. Talk us through your arrival into New York City. Well. The night, but me and Chris had booked a hotel, which was a fine hotel. However, I may have missed, and it was 12 minutes from um, midtown, and I may have misjudged the area slightly. Um, so the night before I'm going, the Tuesday, I'm on YouTube, and I thought, so I'll, I'll, I'll search the area um, and see what it's like, you know. And I searched it, and the first video to come up was, the 10 worst projects in the United States. <laughs> and, of course, this was one of them. Um, so when I fly over, I meet Chris at the airport. I said, you all right, laddies? Fine. I'm trying to get a taxi. And I said to him, do you know, I told him about I asked, I've got good news and bad news. They said, well, what's the, uh, what's the bad news? I said, well, we're in one of the 10 worst projects in the United States. That's where we're, we're actually staying in. So well, what's the good news? I said, well, it's number 10. So. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Couple, couple oh, so we, we're standing there. We're trying to get an Uber. We're trying to get a taxi or something. And there was, there was just 
these people and walking around asking you for something. Got in, a, got in a taxi, which wasn't a taxi, wasn't an Uber. Agreed to a, a fee beforehand. We just wanted to get there. Unfortunately, because my flight was delayed in the immigration queue, we weren't going to be able to make it to the Brooklyn Nets that night. Um, so we got in. We threw everything down. Had a look around the area. Bought some bulletproof vests, um, went back, put the bulletproof vests on, and then went out for a few drinks. Um, and actually, there was a really nice beer project place that we went into, and there was some nice bars around. It was just the area was going through. It was uh, Long Island City, and it was going through a change. There were some really nice places, and there were some really not-so-nice places as well. Um, but... We were two minutes away from the subway and we were 12 minutes into uh, Midtown on one train, which was great. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, that was where we started. We just went and had a few drinks that night. Uh, Danny probably got drunk and started talking at Chris. Um, so in that spirit, I'll pass it over to Chris and let him uh, go through his images of the night. Well, it was a good night, that really, wasn't it? Uh, we just went, you know, just found this little bar. Like, it was nice and peaceful, weren't it, really? And that's, that's we were sort of, you know, planning what we were doing the next day. That was it, really. You know, pretty much as that. And I just went home, walked home. I think we got something to eat, didn't we? A subway or something. Or, or did we yeah. go to that shop? We went to this, like, shop stroke deli that was open at two o'clock in the morning. And they had hot food. And I could... Just I just got some snacks and a few beers, and I can just hear Chris from the other side of the shop going, "No chips, chips! I want some <laughs> chips." <laughs> I was fucking starving. I was, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a shop, you know, it was like a corner shop. What sold fucking chips? Chips and the kebab and the corner <laughs> shop and off license. I'm just picturing <laughs> you two walking through there. Chip, chip, cheese and gravy, middle and middle of New York. Well, did they give you a kebab yeah. some dur- and the, some Doritos? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much like that. Yeah. To be honest with you, even though I thought, you know, sort of fell out of place, I felt safe at the same time. I did anyway. Uh, so it worked too bad, really. Danny well, did with his bulletproof vest on. Yeah, that's because I, I was giving them all the scouts hard look. Thanks. Have you got any mayonnaise? Mayonnaise for the chips. <laughs> any brown sauce? Brown sauce. Oh, it was so nowhere near as bad as New Orleans. It was nowhere near as bad as New Orleans hotel. I didn't think it was anyway. Oh, that hotel! I was scared of going out of that place. <laughs> it was like uh, you was... cross, weren't they? And you knew. You... I I rolled the bus a few times into the centre of New Orleans to save some money on Danny's Ubers. And oh, yeah. I was scared just walking to that bus stop. But, um, but yeah, what did we, we what did we do that day, Tebs? We, I think you took us on a really, uh, really nice tour of New York. Some nice. Didn't, we end, up, didn't we end up going uh, Central Park via Trump Tower? Yeah, I got him, you know. <laughs> took his shit in Trump Tower. <laughs> A dump in the Trump. Yeah. Well, you, you, you three went in and I was still sat outside because I wouldn't go in. Yeah, and, uh, and Dorman told me to move and I says, well, I'm waiting for them lot. And that Secret Service kind of started coming over to me with the big guns and then I kind of shit myself and ran up the street. <laughs> so I was just hiding around the corner up the street. But uh, I think you were in there at ages. I don't know who it was that were queuing for it, but Jesus Christ. Well, we and then just went, had oh. them blueberry pancakes. So it was a big shit. Oh, it was the IHOP morning, wasn't it? It was the IHOP. But, well, uh, it's this massive in there, though. It's like, 
I think most of the time we spent in there was getting like a escalator right to the top floor. And when we got to the top floor, there wasn't actually anything there. So I think like another 10 minutes coming back down. I just so. remember going in the shop and seeing like loads of stuff that I was like, I'm not sure that's politically correct. Fucking hell. There's like, <laughs> do you remember? It was like just weird stuff yeah. in that gift shop. Yeah, it's just all the stereotypical Trump-like caps and signs and T-shirts and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but so we we went to we we went to IHOP, didn't we? For them blue, we, well, we all got pancakes and stuff like that, didn't we? They yeah, were pretty good. So I I discovered IHOP in New Orleans. I was glad to see that they had them in in New York as well. So I took everyone down there. Um, it's probably my favourite place to eat in America over the two times I've been. To be fair, it would be. I remember you two. You, I was thinking they're gonna make me tip here. They're gonna make me tip. And you two, <laughs> I don't think you liked the girl that was serving us, did you? I remember thinking we might get away with not tipping here. Well, you can um, at least try and put some effort in. You know what I mean? She might as well have thrown the plates through the serving hat jatters. I and think we'll, 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 some cutlery love, sorry. You know. I think the main thing was we, we, we sat waiting for like twenty minutes, and people just kept walking past us. So by by that point, I was I think I was past tipping. What did we not tip? I think G might have. Can't remember. <laughs> no chance. G would have done. <laughs> G was fuming. G was out of pocket from his one thirty at the gym. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to think. I've just got here Central Park. It was a really long tour. We found the French statue, but apparently it weren't. Tebs took us somewhere where some guy got shot. That's my notes. <laughs> Neil, you're better explaining where that guy got shot than I am. Uh, it's Danny's Danny's uncle, isn't it? Uh, John Lennon went to see where John Lennon was like shot. The there was like a little memorial to him. Um, but it's quite nice. That was a little guy on a bench playing guitar, playing some Beatles songs. Of people uh, posing for pictures. Can I just clar- can I just clarify, Neil? Did Dan just say where some guy got shot? He yes. Did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking idiot! Absolute fucking idiot! No, I know who he, I know who he is. He was in the Beatles, weren't he? In that airport in Liverpool's named after him. But um, I just come. It just didn't come into my head like off the top of my head. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then, so we... Yeah, we, yeah, we found the zoo, didn't we? And we found the uh, we found we found the gents. We found the public toilets, which was a shock to the system. Central Park is. Oh yeah, them toilets. Crazy. Do you remember them toilets? They were disgusting. George yeah. Michael wasn't getting any action in them ones, I tell you. Oh, <laughs> Do you remember what? Yeah, what there was like Gary's kecks around his ankles, weren't he? Well, they didn't oh. have any doors on them. None of cubicles have doors on. Just a lot of so the toilets you... are train spotting. So basically, what had happened is we. I don't know. We've been walking around Manhattan and Central Park for like three, four hours, and we'd not gone inside that time. So naturally, you're gonna start needing a toilet. Finally, found a public toilet in in Central Park. As we walked in, the cubicles are all doorless, and there's a man, homeless guy, just kicks around his ankles, pushing a. Pushing and he was just sat there without a, without a care in the world. Exactly. Absolutely. Just did not matter one bit. Just off he goes. And uh, anyway, he was off but... his head, wasn't he? He, he had no clue where he was, I don't think. But... He oh. started getting worried when you all started wanking at him. <laughs> <laughs> when we all joined him in <laughs> cubicle, <laughs> that's when it got awkward. G went back in for a second look. <laughs> yeah, so we walked around that park for what felt like a lifetime. Um, and then I think me. Where did we go, Neil? We, you and G went to some museum, didn't you? 
Paul. That was the following day. That was Thursday. Wednesday, we'd been around Park. Um, you went somewhere, though. You... Ice hockey. Oh, yes, yeah. We you went to ice hockey. Ice hockey, yeah. At the garden. <laughs> Yeah, um, and the connect. What's going on there? Chris, are you fine with someone? <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable, this. <laughs> the kids are just starting. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, right, so I'm tra- right. So yeah, so me and G went to the game that Danny said that him and Chris couldn't make. Brooklyn Nets versus. Toronto Raptors and Neil and Tebs, you went to the Mets versus Ottawa, whatever that is. And uh, yes, yeah, so this was your New first York experience, weren't it? At New York Rain. Oh, it was the Mets versus Ottawa from the night before. Then the Mets are the base, the uh, cricket team, aren't they? Um, <laughs> sorry, Danny. Um, the Yankees the night before. Yeah, the Yankees so, are the, the Yankees are the rounders team. The Mets. I don't know what the Mets are. But we the went Mets to see the Rain. Mets are also rounders. So you oh, went right. to go watch the rain the Rangers, not not the proper Rangers, Queen's Park at MSG. What was your first impression walking in MSG? Well, I, I spoil it for myself a little bit because I went to New York the year before for like a, um like a tour. So they showed us obviously the empty arena and the like court or the rink, whatever's laid out at the time. So, yeah, I'd, I'd ruined it for myself, but um, it was your first time going in, wasn't it, Tebs? Yeah, I went to New York uh, September 2006 for a weekend, and we had the option of either going on the tour around MSG or going on a um, speedboat in the harbour, and everybody chose the speedboat instead of the MSG, which I always regretted. Um, but getting a chance to go, it was absolutely outstanding an amazing building amazing history and I, I love all the history that's in the gangways as they go around you can actually see everything that's happened there you get a feel for what the the place is the building is rather than just a stadium or whatever so it, it was a great not not so great hockey game let's put it that way but it was a good a good experience definitely yeah, yeah so we we i say we were at the basketball it was all right the basketball this was at uh the barclays center and it was Toronto Raptors like were like the best team in the league last season, so they just smashed uh, Brooklyn Nets. I just remember Jay walking in. There's like girls dressed up in carnival gears to take your picture with. He's dancing with them. He's spending a lot much, a lot, too much time dancing with them. Security asked him to move on. Um, <laughs> no, they did honestly. I've got a video on me phone. Jesus Christ. Sorry if you're religious. Um, and then yeah, he, he, Jay spent the entire game right. He spent the entire game shazamming the songs that were on in the background. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? He was like, oh, there's some good songs on here. He, he must have like, shazammed about 100 of them. That was his experience of the game. I, I probably sent a text to some of you lot saying, I wish some of you would have joined me here. Um, so, yeah. what the, is this the night where we met back up, went back to the house, and we were watching the 40 best moves of Baron Corbin? We went to that pub, didn't we? Um... Was this that night? Lucky, lucky seven, or yeah, lucky seven. I know lucky we definitely seven. went there Thursday, but I'm not sure about. Yeah, it was definitely remember being there Thursday after WrestleCon, but I'm not. I can't remember about that Wednesday night, to be honest. Yeah, I'm looking here in my notes because I watched the the vlog, not the vlog. Um, for and yeah, it was Thursday, the Baron Corbin oh. stuff. So yeah, maybe we had an early night ready to uh, be woken by Jesus on the next morning for a heavy <laughs> gym sesh. So, yeah, on to the Thursday, and this was when we got rid of all that boring tourism stuff. 
and uh, the wrestling sort of started. Um, we, myself and Neil, went to the Fight Club Pro Show, the Rampact Fight Club Pro Show in Jamaica, um, and then to WrestleCon Super Show. Chris, what shows did you and Danny do that day? Did you? You went. We went to Blood Sports. Yeah, we went to Blood Sport, which was a good show actually, weren't it? Um, Excellent show. I can't remember any of it. Oh, yeah. Fucking... What's it called? Bubberoni. Suzuki. Suzuki against uh, Josh Barnett. Yeah, that was a good main event, wasn't it? it yeah, I've watched that back uh, since. Yeah, there was quite a few celebrities there as well, I think. Uh, Danny was sat... Even when you were stood up with uh, And I was... You know, when I sat five rows behind the ring, but I was sat there he was actually part of the show. He was a UFC star in the past. A bit, you know, controversial. Oh, he was just a dickhead. He just kept on heckling the crowd. He got all his fans. He all kept on sitting next to him, licking his ass, saying, I'll buy you a drink. Oh, they were getting on my tits, getting him away. And... It was all that. You know, I watched it back since and I really enjoyed it. It was a good show, really. Yeah, it was. I think if the, the, the thing was, Phil Baroni was the first match. And. He just hung around for the rest for the rest of the event. Um, he got involved in another match, but he was constantly like heckling all the wrestlers from the crowd while he was having a beer. Um, the New York badass, I think he was uh, the his nickname was, but he was funny, I thought. But he was sat like right in front of Chris, so he was just taking the attention away from everything. Um, I was up up top on the balcony, and the first thing we noticed was straight across from us, William Regal was there um, with Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, um, and they were looking down on the uh, on the events. And it was uh, it, it was a strange to see them together. It was strange to see Ambrose there, not so much Regal, because obviously he scouts talent. You've seen them in UK indie shows, um, but obviously at this point we didn't realise that. He was maybe looking to go elsewhere. Um, so he was there the entire night just looking at each and every match. And throughout the matches, he didn't move. Um, I think it was the Frank Mir and Dan Seven match. And Frank Mir made a comment about he's beaten Brock once in UFC and he'd do it again in WWE. Now, Frank Mir, Dan Seven match was fucking terrible. It was probably the worst match on the card. And yet all the crowd were chanting, sign him up, sign him up to William Regal. Um, but there was a few celebrities there. There was Mark Coleman, uh, ex-UFC wrestler and uh, UFC uh, fighter. And he was involved with all the Japanese uh, MMA Pancras, I think, and he was in New Japan. Um, he was there, and Juice from Sons of Anarchy, um, and another guy who I knew was a celebrity, but I couldn't recognise him. Um, I, I just knew of him. But yeah, there's some boss uh, matches: Takeda versus Gresham, um, and the the main event for me was probably my most enjoyable match of the weekend: Josh Barnett versus Minoru Suzuki. Oh, it was a great match, that. that I've, I've watched it back, you know, since we got back. That was really, really good. They, they went to a draw, didn't they? And then they did they go another five minutes. Yes. Um, it was a really good match, that. I was, to be honest with you, I, every year I want to go to Bloodsport because it always feels like we miss something. Like the one in New Orleans, was it Riddle against Osprey, was it? Riddle against someone. It was meant to be a great match. Trying it was Osprey, not- yeah. Was it Osprey at Bloodsport? I think it was, was it? Osprey. It was supposed to be the, yeah, it was supposed to be the match of the weekend, wasn't it? It was, 
I thought it was uh, Minoru Suzuki, Matt Riddle. Is that what? Yeah, that's what it was, weren't it? Because yeah. someone couldn't make it, could they? It was it. Who couldn't make it. I can't think. Pack. Pack. Neville. He couldn't fly over, could he? There was something going on with his work visa or something. I know he got pulled out of certain shows leading up to it. And I think there were suggestions because he was going to EW at the time. I remember he was on the card for a few of them events. I couldn't tell you what they were. Yeah. But... No, that, that was in New we mean York. The year, though, we mean the year before, you know. Um, oh, sorry. Right. At the uh, Bloodsport the year before. That's fine. Um, trying to think. So, yeah. So, you love the Bloodsport show then, yeah? You definitely recommend yeah. people to go. I would... If you're a fan of MMA and a fan of pro wrestling, it's a perfect hybrid for me. I really enjoy it, especially if you're a fan of old school, old Japan, and um, like early 90s. But after that, we went out, we got on the aisle. Uh, we couldn't believe how cheap the beer was. It was in Jersey City. Um, and compared to Manhattan, the beer was like $4 a pint. So we, we made, uh, made the most of that and got the last train back uh, via a McDonald's, I believe. <laughs> yeah, it was expensive and all that McDonald's. We know that yeah, McDonald's about... though, Neil. First day we got there, we know that McDonald's. If it's all we're thinking about, ten quid for a frigging burger, no? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was a bit expensive. It was a good venue, that though, weren't it? Oh, sorry. Excellent, excellent venue. Did you guys go there? Because I think it was it wasn't far from where you were staying, was it? It was right next to where we were staying, and we never actually went, did we? It's like a five-minute walk, but yeah, I regret that really. Yeah, it looked like a great venue because they did the Janela Spring Break show there the next night. And I've rewatched that show back, the Janela one. That was a great show. Gutted that we didn't go to uh, to that one. So I'm just trying to think of what our day was. Me and Neil went to Fight Club Pro. And what did you and G? You, I've got to hear something about motion picture, Tebs. Uh, yeah, there's a motion picture museum that I've always wanted to go to. I'm a bit of a movie geek. Um, so I think we said, look, you two are going to go over to there. G's more than welcome to come with me if he wants. Uh, but I went and did the uh, the movie geek thing for the afternoon. It was over in, oh God, I've forgotten the area now, Queens, in the middle of Queens. Beautiful day as well. And uh, I just love the fact that you told G, if you have any problem with the barrier, just jump over it at the subway. Soon <clears> as <throat> soon as Dan and Neil leave us and start heading down the stairs, G can't get his ticket working. He jumps the barrier. I turn around to th- see three undercover NYPD officers all stood in front of us. G's going red. Looks like he's about to explode. And I, I felt guilty ever since, but I-, I played the carer card. And I just said, look, that's what they told us to do at the airport. We're so British and I'm looking after him. And they kind of looked and just went, don't do it again. Yep, yeah, no bother. Jesus, my asshole was puckering that day. Oh, man. God. It's not what you need when you're on un- underground in Times Square or whatever. But no, we got there. We had a good afternoon, got to know each other. Said, that's like I said, I'd only known him a couple of days. Um, and then we headed back over. Um, me and him ended up sitting in a, in some Irish bar. And of course, the... Uh, you know, the, the maitre d' or whatever, he comes in. Ah, oh, you two Brits boys, oh, come over here and come and sit down here with your boys. And we're just looking at him like, oh, this is fantastic, a proper Irish pub in New York. And I said to G, do you want a drink? He's like, I'll have water. I said, do you want a proper drink? Can I have rum? Yeah. Can I have a double? Yeah. Okay. And in my head, I'm thinking, can I have whatever you want? You're paying for it. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, no, I'll pick these ones up. And he goes, can I sort all my pictures on my camera? Yeah, go oh. do whatever you want. Do whatever you want, mate. 20 minutes later, I says, what are you doing? It's just onto the second thousand now. <laughs> but we sat in there and waited, and then we got over to the Hilton and uh, met up with you. And then it was the start of WrestleCon, wasn't it, where 
I think the first time it's kind of sprung onto me how big it was was when I bumped into Eric Bischoff outside. And I just thought, this is it, I'm at WrestleMania. You're bumping into Eric Bischoff and Rikishi in the corridor. This is fantastic. So, uh, yeah, that's how we ended up meeting up with you two boys there. And we met up with Danny and Chris as well, didn't we? That's when we first saw you there. Oh, did you go to the Super Show? Did we see, did yeah. we see you guys there? No, we didn't so, go to the Super Show, mate. No. Ah, right. We met in the day after to go to... Um, Repro and yeah, yeah, that was it. The it's the same same venue on it, so I'm getting yeah, I'm getting. And then uh, so me, me and Neil, we went to remember Neil. It was a fucking trek went to get to like Jamaica or whatever. It was like was it two two trains right, about an hour out of Manhattan, wasn't it? Yeah. And then when we got off, we're in like the shadiest. Well, towards it looked shady, shadiest area of New York. There's like no touristy things around. We're the only Brits there. Um, and we stumbled across this warehouse with uh, about 20 wrestling fans queuing outside, didn't we? Yeah, we knew it didn't look good at that point. <laughs> we sat there in the queue. I thought, what are we doing here? It's going to be dead in here. And uh, as we were there, someone came up, didn't they? From, uh, was it I- is it ICW? Uh, IPW. IPW. Yeah. Came up to us. It was like, um, here you go. They give us these things. Free ticket for, for tomorrow. No, for the show after, weren't it? So they'd been really struggling to sell tickets. I think they ended up, there was only about 10 people turned up to that show. So we walked inside this venue. I'm trying to think where it was. It was an oh. iClub on it. can't remember yeah. the name of it, but yeah, it was an yeah. iClub. An uh, iClub that couldn't open the bar for like three quarters of a show. Oh, I know, I know. So we get in there and it was one of them things where we were looking at each other. You must have been in, Danny, you probably have as well, maybe Chris, you, even Tebs. You've been in a, a wrestling venue where it's that quiet, it's a bit awkward. And like, <laughs> we was like looking around and it was just like, oh, what is going on here? The bar were open. Neil's just looking at me like, we're going to have to get pissed. We're going to have to get pissed. <laughs> and because uh, we were planning to like wait maybe to drink a bit. So it got to the point where we ended up sitting like what, front row because it was that empty. You had. In front of Hornswoggle. Oh, yeah, anyway, so, <laughs> so, Pete, <laughs> I, I know I said I weren't going to edit, and I'm still not going to fucking edit, right, so, Pete Dunne, and, uh, who was it, Pete Dunne, and, it was British called? Strong Style, wasn't it? yeah, British Strong Style came out, you could tell on Pete Dunne's face, he was like, thank fuck I don't have to wrestle in front of 15 people anymore, <laughs> he comes out, tries to get me, Neil, and three other losers hyped up for the show, um, by this point, I'm guessing the we were drinking though, because we had a few beers while. Well, we... so we, I think they opened the doors like 20 minutes late anyway, and then the show started like 40 minutes later than it was supposed to. So we were like half an hour where we're in the venue where the bars weren't open. So at that point, we were thinking like we're gonna have to sit through three hours of this, not have a drink. Uh, but then eventually we opened the bar, um, much to Tyler Bates' uh, joy. Oh, yeah, so uh, Danny, right, I'm sat there, well, stood there, Neil goes, oh, can you take a picture of me? I'm going to get a picture with Tyler Bate. So I'm ordering a drink, taking a picture of Neil and Tyler Bate, and he, Tyler Bate just looks at us, and he's just like, I'll have a gin and tonic. <laughs> I thought, is he taking the piss? He's about six years younger than me, he's asking for a gin and tonic. He's dressed like a right fucking idiot as well, weren't he? What the fuck was he wearing? Um, sorry if you're listening, Tyler. And then, yeah, so I thought, well, I'll tell you what, if I'm buying you a gin and tonic, I might as well get a picture. So, yeah, I got a picture and um, fucking hell. Did we work out whether it was, was he underage at the time or? I don't know. Just being cheeky? 
Probably a bit of both, weren't he? But, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, the show, it was like, it was, wasn't was good, really, was it? We sing Ga- Gangrel's theme song was class. I've just got that, if you know. So he came out to his bruised theme. Um, but, yeah, the show, Neil, did you know, it never actually made the Fight Club pro on demand. I'm not surprised. He never it on. I struggled to tell you one match it was on. It was the first time I'd ever seen Orange Cassidy and... Um, Michael Oku, so that was like probably the best thing for me, uh, seeing them two for the first time live. Yeah, so what was Michael Oku on that show? He wrestled someone, yeah. Oh, I've I've got I've got the uh, the match lineup here. See if this brings back. It was at the NYC Arena. We had Mark Davis versus Ricky Shane Page for the Fight Club Pro Championship. Uh, Trey Miguel versus Jake Atlas, Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian. Uh, Chuck Mambo versus Connor Mills. I'm just trying to look, trying to see if there's anyone else with like any name value in there. Not really. I don't even know what you are for these. Are to be honest. Oh, Mike Quackenbush, Robbie Eagles, and Puma King defeated Schadenfreude. So yeah, so. This show pretty much drove us to drink. I remember getting... Did we get two beers or something for the train? Oh, it was, yeah, we'd had a, two or three of them little American 330ml cans of beer. Um, and about 10 minutes before the show ended, we realised we've got an hour train to catch. So, as you do in England, you've got a long train, you stock up on beer, <laughs> uh, which we soon found out is not the way in America. <laughs> no. We sat there and was like, are we allowed to drink this? And it got to the point where we were just like, oh, fuck it, we're drinking it. So we just sat there drinking it. we seen a few funny looks knocking about, but I'm not G, sure G, it, judge. G had bought himself a tuna salad. I think it was tuna salad or a salmon salad or something from one of these delis before we got the train back to the Hilton. And he was sat on, I can remember now, chatting away to him. He's telling me about all his past and everything. And they were, the looks were coming over from people. And I'm just looking like... The only thing around is he's chewing a salad. I'm like, gee, do you want to just put that away until we get off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he carries on eating it. I'm like, and everybody else is looking up. And I've just realised now we weren't supposed to be doing that. <laughs> what, you and can't I just have a tuna salad. No, the bunch of people looking over, like absolutely daggers looks. I've never thought about that day until you've just mentioned the, to, the train thing. To be fair, but, you yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't eat something fishy in a closed public space anyway, would you? Well, uh, unless, unless you're G. <laughs> Vegan fitness. Yeah, yeah, he's on the vegan fitness. Vegan fitness. Right, so then, Neil, I've just got images of you and me running around the streets of New York trying to find the Hilton Hotel for what seemed like... Was it the Hilton? What seemed like ages. Well, so what happened? So, obviously, in England, I'm pretty good at using Google Maps. We've got quite a good internet infrastructure. It works pretty much everywhere you could think of. Um... So we know where this hotel is, we've got to get to the maps, he's telling us to go one way. We walked to what must have been like 15 minutes, and all of a sudden the, uh, the GPS kicked in on the phone and told us we were going the complete opposite direction. Um, uh, yeah, I think we got there a little bit late, didn't we? Or... Yeah, the show had been delayed anyway, because if you remember, they sent Ric Flair out, didn't they, at the start of the show with, uh, was it The Animal or something like that? Animal, yeah. I yeah. thought that was just part of the show. Yeah, no, I think they'd sent it out because they, right. they brought him out to like. I think he was backstage or whatever, assigning him that day, so they got him to go out there. Well, they were waiting for paramedics to turn up or something. Yeah, it was something like that, weren't it? 
Um, start until we had enough paramedics on site. Or... Yeah, I'm looking at this card, and on paper it was a really, it was a good card. We had uh, Ray Phoenix against Pentagon Junior. Uh, Robbie Eagles against Ares and Flamita. Robbie Eagles must have got there quicker than we did. Um, Hurricane Helms, Jushin Thunder Liger, and X Pack defeat the Revolt. Dragon Lee defeats Cavanario. Zack Saber Jr. defeats Straight Shane Strickland. And this is this is the match where G. We turn around, don't we? Where they're paying ten a shot for a beer. We turn around and G. Is, Fast asleep, sprawled out across three chairs. Seeking for some attention. They were tired out from the museum, the poor sod. You're walking around that <laughs> museum. Work, uploading all them pictures. I, I was looking down that card today and I can't believe how stacked that was and how many people. Sammy Guevara and LAX on there, weren't there? Um, Orange Cassidy and, and CU. All these people now that I'm recognising are stacked. At the time, I did not even recognise who half of them were just because I want that clued up on the indie scene. I think the biggest shout for night was just Thunder Liger, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 teaming up with X-Pac. And I remember Hurricane Elves saying like he was he shouldn't really be allowed there. He had to get permission or something to work there because obviously he works at WWE. Um, I mean, tell you what I remember. Some guy, this just sums it up. Some guy was like, oh, you, I'm from Preston too. <laughs> I support Blackburn. Oh, I'm not shaking your arm, mate. <laughs> Fucking prick. If you support Liverpool, no, Brandon. Oh, yeah. it's a fucking one nil. Hello, baby. Oh, hello, baby. Sky. Oh, what's up, hello, baby? Hello, baby. We're gonna be hated here if we're cheering for Osprey. Why, why do people hate him? Feel up to the sound of your name and the sun. To whatever Osprey, 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 Osprey. Everyone hates him. Yeah. We're gonna be hated here. Let's do some trolling. Best in the world. <laughs> baby, oh, elevate me to the sky. Oh, we're so elevated. Elevate me. Oh, elevate me to the sky. Oh, we're so. Sorry, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Main event: Will Ospreay, Bandido. Paul, Neil, what did you think of this? It was a great, great match, weren't it? We were yeah. pissed by this point, I think. I can't remember any particular spots or anything in the match. Um, and I'll struggle to tell you who who won, to be honest. But I remember just enjoying it. It was the first time we'd seen Osprey that weekend. And obviously, as fellow Brits, he's, he's probably one of our favourite wrestlers. Um, so yeah, just the atmosphere in the in the building was great. Uh, there was back and forth, dueling chants between like the British people cheering for Osprey and the the American people that didn't seem to like him as much as we did. Um, but yeah, it was just another just a typical high high high, high energy um, Osprey match, wasn't it? Um, spot fest, if you will, but a really good match. Uh, I remember you seeing Dave Meltzer pissed off yeah. and you going. <laughs> 
Dave, Dave, five, five, five stars, Dave. Five yeah. stars, Dave. And he's just like looking at you thinking. He shook his head. <laughs> well, did he give it 4.75? Uh, it's here, it is. 4.75. There was just something about it. He just couldn't give it that 0.25, could he? It was probably Neil afterwards. He was going to give it five until I just... Fuck that British guy. (laughs) Sorry, Will. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember, Neil, you being like, he's a fucking prick, Bandido. I was like, why? He was like, they're throwing money in and he's fucking... He's picking it up. What a fucking tramp. No, no, that wasn't me that said (laughs) it. I like that. it was. (laughs) Someone then was having a go at it and he was like, I don't respect that. Don't respect that. I thought, fucking hell, it can't have been you, Tebs, after you were gutted about not swiping that $20 off that kid at Yankees Day. Yeah, I was going to be fighting him to go in the ring myself. I'm like, I'll have a bit of that. <laughs> I've got to pay for breakfast tomorrow. I'll be getting in the ring and scooping it up myself. That that Osprey bandit, I'm not going into the detail behind it, but that, that was sort of the moment of my weekend, to be honest, um, after watching that match and meeting Will Ospreay afterwards. I think there's a few people here that know the story, but I'm not going into it. But that was probably one of the highlights of my weekend. Uh, to be honest, it's, it, it was incredible. So, yeah, it was good. And good to watch it back. Great wrestling. Um, just a, that was the night of my week, to be honest, including WrestleMania. So, yeah, it's good. It's quite um, it's like an emotional time on it for Ospreay because I think he'd just come back off loads of struggles. He did a... He was getting a bit of heel heat just for being British, I think, or some of his... Um, tweets that he puts out that people don't agree with. Um, people who do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he did a promo at the end, didn't he? Saying, I'm sorry, I'm not X Pack. I'm sorry, I'm not Ric Flair. I'm sorry, I'm not Juju Liger. But I just have to say something. Pandu is effing If anybody actually knows anything about me this month, well, my fucking mental health has been awful. Yes, sir! Obviously, he'd been struggling with his mental health, but the atmosphere during mean, that building that night just made him realise why he does what he does and, and that. So, yeah, it was a really emotional end to the show, I think. And then the last thing he needed was us three going up to him, talking shit, pissed up, asking yeah. for a picture. <laughs> but, hey, so then I, I've got in my notes here, we head back to Lucky 7. Everyone's smashed talking shit. Um there's there's a video on my phone that I still just don't have the bollocks to watch and it's 12 minutes long and the first 30 seconds is just us walking down the streets of New York chanting we all hate lead scum so (laughs) I thought I can't watch the rest of this one day I'll look at it but um, yeah we went back to Lucky 7 was this the night where G died off the burger? no that was the night before I think that was a bread no it was it it had bread and Brett he was didn't in a agree with him. Food, that... weren't he? he was in like yeah, dead hype. And... He was like, yeah, so... As soon as he had that Brett, he was done for. Yeah, because we were playing Rick Killer Darts or something, and he, he was like, I can't play it. I was talking to some guy at the bar about arguing about 
comic books or something. So I think Neil came out to find me while I was having a cigarette bouncer outside. And he just got, Neil just goes, Tebs, come here. I went inside and he goes, this guy thinks Marvel's shit. Right, pull up a chair and I didn't speak to you guys for about another hour. I'll just chat to the locals. But I, I had a bit of a headache after that night, I must admit. Weren't we on like, weren't it like tequila, like four shots of tequila for a fiver or something? I still yeah. like give that guy that $20 for taking you away from us. <laughs> 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 it took me about five seconds to get that. <laughs> and then we uh, we went to the pizza shop, caused a bit of carnage in there. I've got a few videos of that. We're just sat there just being dickhead scumbag English people. Um, yeah, we can joke about where we're from. Anyway, right, so then, um, I don't know, that was the end of the night, weren't it? Was that anything? Have I missed anything from that night? Anyone remembers? Danny, anything you and Chris got up to embarrassing the nation? No, we, we 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 didn't. We just we 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 were in that at that bar, and the guy who was who owned the bar kept coming over to us because we're talking football, and um, he was saying that he's at I think it was Seton Hall, the the university, and it's apparently the best university for football and for soccer over in America. They do all the scholarships there. Um, and he was telling us about his son and that he used to play in the USFL, which was before the MLS. Um, so he was quite interesting. Had a good few beers there and then just come home. Um, me and Chris being the boring gits that we are, we're home for about midnight and behaved ourselves and went to sleep. Yeah, and it, then... yeah, but it was a good night though, weren't it? I enjoyed it, it was good. Yeah, it was. I mean, I'll just also point out, I think this was the day that we got the, um, that I got my favourite WhatsApp message ever. Um, and it was, uh, we're at MSG, I'm probably going to Central Park. This was, we were at MSG to go and have a look. And I got a reply off our lovely host saying, it's fucking shit. Honestly, I'm not trying to be comedic. It's fucking shit. Just dead grass and a big path and a shitty pond with no ducks. And that was said about the legendary Central Park. Was I lying? <laughs> have, you, have you added that to TripAdvisor yet, Dan? I haven't made no... Um, <laughs> they, they took it off afterwards. Um, but yeah, we, we did that and then we, we, we went to bed. So we're up ready for the next day. We're, Yeah, it was a shit all that park. Honestly, there's parks in Preston now that I'm telling you look nicer than that. The sun on them. There, there was, it was like, do you remember that monument we were sat in front of that was like the friend statue? It yeah. was it was a right shit all. Um but yeah, I, I don't know, I just thought it was like it's a park. I think the appeal is it that there's just everywhere you go you recognise things from films and stuff, don't you, and TV. So I think I don't know, that that's the appeal, I think, for yeah. me. Yeah, I think you spot on there, yeah. Did you actually go to the actual, you know, full park? Did you actually go and see the all about the zoo? And Fucking hell, we ever. saw every blade of grass, Chris. On that <laughs> well, <laughs> see, I'm because I'm a big film geek. I was I was out hunting all the spots, so I was trying to find the spot from uh, the Avengers film at the end and um, from John Wick 2. There were a, a scene at the fountain there, so I was just dragging you lot all around to find the bits that have been in movies, and I, I think you were a bit pissed at me by the end. Of the I just oh. remember Tebs, right? Obviously, we didn't know each other as well as we did now, and like we'd been looking through this park for about three hours, and everyone was getting ready to go, and he was like, "Oh, we could just go up here for half an hour." And I looked at Neil and I thought, "If this fucking prick says yeah, we'll go with you, Paul." 
And I think it was one of you went, oh, I don't mind going on this walk. And it, my heart sank. It was like, you know, when you're younger and your parents say, should we just stay for another half an hour and really you want to go home? You oh. should have just said, man. You should have said. I was trying to be polite. I thought I'll save it for a year down the line when I get you on a podcast. This will blow your mind, Dan. So you say we covered every blade of grass. Um on your Google on your Google Maps timeline thing, it shows you exactly where you've walked that day. I had a look at it when we got back. We'd not even seen like a fifth of the whole park. Yeah, well, I'm not going back. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, that was that was another text message I got that day. Um, we were talking about meeting up the next day at Rev Pro, and Dan said, "Oh, we're here with Neil's mates as well. You like him? He's old and he's sarcastic." It was that tempt. Yeah. <laughs> yes, okay, I'll, I'll get I'll get that put on my CV, shall I? <laughs> Old and sarcastic. Uh, so right, what was day four? Day four. This would be the Friday um Rev Pro NXT. Um we all got the boat, didn't we? Well, me, Tebs, G, Neil. We got did we get we got the boat across it windy as fuck across that air. Uh, well, from Brooklyn to New York. Is this when oh. we went to Access and we went to the Superstore, was it? Oh, that could have been then. Uh, Matt, was that not the Monday? I no, we did that on Monday. All oh, right. Yeah, we, I thought that was later on. Um, but yeah, we got on the boat, went to go and meet Danny and Chris at Rev Pro. Um, so yes, I don't know. Uh, the Rev Pro show was headlined with the match that they, they put it on halfway through the show so people could leave to get to NXT. Um uh, it was Tanahashi and Will Ospreay against Suzuki and Zack Sabre. Um, but yeah, yeah. Chris, do you enjoy you enjoy the show? It was. I mean, this is the first time I'd I was seeing you this this time. I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. We all met in the lobby, didn't we? Because remember, everybody waited for a shit or a Keisha was in there, and it was fucking horrible. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I I got I joined the queue for the toilet. Looked up, saw Rikishi was the next person in the queue because oh fuck that. <laughs> I held in for three hours. <laughs> okay now. Yeah, it was a good show, mate, but I left halfway if it was to get to NXT, remember. If yeah, that's you, all with you, didn't we? Yeah, you, you know came with us. The three of us went to NXT, didn't we? I just remember you yeah. laughing at stuff me and Neil were saying on that subway on yeah. on the uh, train tube, whatever it is. But yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I've got it. I've been trying to work out what this note is. I've got, and it just says Danny Party. I'm thinking Danny Party. What's he on about? Danny, you stayed for the penis party, didn't you? I did. Well, I didn't. I didn't stay very long. To be fair, I, the show was delayed. Um, I actually got chatting to Tommy Dreamer, which was, as an old ECW fan, was a huge deal, and he was dead nice. Um, and he was just standing around chatting between the two shows. Um, but I stayed for about an hour, and I ended up. You know, getting old, couple of days, long journey. So I decided that I'm going to go back. And I ended up watching, um, oh, what's the Kurt Bowers promotion? MLW. Major League. Yeah, that's the one. Um, I ended up, and they had like a, a, a Royal Rumble, but it was like with pins and um, submissions and stuff. And it was really good. I ended up watching that with a load of beer in the room while you were at NXT. Right, right. So, did, did you enjoy the uh, Rev Pro show? I'm just looking at the card that it was. Looking at this, it's weird. I always think the year after you look back, the matches that you probably wouldn't see now, like Brian Cage versus Michael Oku. I remember uh, that, yeah. Ishii versus David Starr. Show and Yo versus Aussie Open in the main event. 
Clark Connors and Carl Fredericks versus CCK. Mm. I was so disappointed with that Aussie Open Rapongi uh, 3K um, match. It was because everyone had gone to go to NXT. There was just no effort put in. There was no what you'd expect from these two big high energy moves. It was just so disappointing. Um, but it went on for twenty minutes. It must have been twenty. At least felt like about fucking forty minutes. But I, I was really let down by that because that was a match I was looking forward to. Right. Yeah. Because we we was um, did did they do like an angle at the end of it? I was listening to uh, I can't think of the Red Pro owner's name, Andy Q. Is it? I listened to his podcast. They did like a big angle at the end of it. I can't remember what it what it was, but oh, I don't know. But the show, I thought it was all right. It was nowhere near. I think we might have gone in with expectations of that amazing Rev Pro show that we went to in New York. But what did you what did what did you make of the venue? You know, like that well, as, a, as an overall venue, the Hilton. I the good best for... thing for me it was the Bobby Heenan was inducted into the Hall of Fame on in this building. Um, so that was quite a big deal because it was being, you know, before the Hall of Famers were in the arenas, that was the one where he, and he did that legendary speech. So that was quite cool. I enjoyed watching wrestling. The, the sight lines were good. Um, and it, it seemed to have a good atmosphere for me. Yes, yeah, I thought, I don't know, it was more, a bit more reserved, I felt, compared, because I was just comparing it to where we watched the wrestling in New Orleans. It was just like, I don't know it's in a hotel yeah. ballroom whereas I, I obviously like the venue that you went to for Bloodsport looked a lot better even that venue that me and uh, Neil went to watch the uh, empty Fight Club Pro event that was more like a an indie wrestling venue but um so yes yeah, so we went what what did you do Ted did you not come NXT no I stayed for the rest of Rev Pro and then I hung around I went, I, I went to Hamilton I went to Broadway I went to Broadway darling um, ended up in Times Square, went to Planet Hollywood for my tea. Silly bastard here thinks he could just walk into Planet Hollywood in Times Square at 8 o'clock on a Friday night and get to <laughs> Um And the guy come over and I just says, look, mate, I'm on my own. Uh, I didn't click on that. I should have even booked. What can you do? Comes about two minutes later and he set me a place up at the bar. So I could just, he says, oh, let me just sit and eat at the bar because I'm on my own. So I sat and had my burger and chips and my whatever and saw all my movie props and all that crap. Uh, and then went to see Hamilton. Um, yeah, fantastic, brilliant night. But I went, I went on a, an old-fashioned master date. It's where you go on a date on your own, and I love that. Oh, what was that? Oh, that called again? A master date. A master date. It's where you have oh, a date okay. on your by yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you had you going to watch Hamilton. You had Danny watching uh, MLW with his pizza. Uh, and uh, so yeah, we went to NXT Takeover at the Barclays Centre. Um, yeah, what did what did you make of the takeover show, Chris? It, it it got rave reviews. I thought it was all right, but I didn't think it was as good as people said. I really enjoyed it. I thought the riddle and um, the dream match was pretty good. To be honest with you, I thought the Pete Dunn and uh, Walter match was pretty good. I really enjoyed it. I think I think the lights went out as well again, and I think it caused a bit of shit where we you know where we were. So I think it, it sort of ruined it for about five minutes. You know, then you got all the fans that shit, you know, you know, chanting shite and stuff. But you know, other than that, I enjoyed it. It was a good show. Yeah, it, it was good. I don't know. I always say I don't feel like I enjoy the NXT shows. Like, I don't know that, that much. I mean, I'll read out the card. The card was War Raiders defeated Alistair Black and Ricochet. That that was that was for me one of my... I think that was my favourite match on the show. That was a great tag oh, team match. Oh, yeah. That was when Ricochet did the, uh, you know, the, the spot off the ladder, weren't it? 
And you know, you know, the ladder was leaning. He thought it was like a backflip off it, didn't he? Did he ask? I don't remember. I remember. It was quite a little spot. I, I don't remember any spots for that. It's one of them. I, was, I wanted to go back and watch them all, but just not not a chance. Um, but yeah, Velveteen Dream defeated Matt Riddle. That was that was really good, weren't it? A really good match. Uh, it was weird seeing Walter versus Pete Dunne in the WWE setting. Do you remember? It was like Walter won the match, and he, he was in the ring for ages after. So like, I just do you remember nearly Steam was just playing for ages, and he yeah. stood in the ring, and it was just a bit like. I don't know. It was weird, that match. It was weird watching a Walter match in front of a WWE audience where they were quite quiet for it. Yeah, I think Americans, <laughs> probably the majority of people there won't have been too familiar with. Because it had not been... Was it his debut, that? or? Yeah, I, th- I think he... He showed up at TakeOver Blackpool, good old NXT UK. Yeah, um, he showed man. up there, and then this was his first big match. So, yeah, a lot of, obviously, the... The American NXT fans who don't pay attention to like European indies, um, they've all been too familiar with him. So I think, and just his style of wrestling, if it's a bit, it's, well, it's, it's very different to what WWE's style is, isn't it? Um, a lot of strikes and, and things like that. Um, obviously, Pete Dunne's a really popular guy in NXT, so I think a lot of people would have been shocked as well to see him see him lose. Yeah, he's been the champion for ages, hasn't he? Like two years at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had Shayna Baszler defeating Bianca Belair, Io Shirai and Kairi Zayn. I think it was all right. And then we had the two out of three falls match. Dave Meltzer gave it five and a half stars. Gargano versus Adam Cole. It, the match goes about 40 minutes. I was sat there saying to you, I think the first 20 minutes was boring. It was okay. And then the last 15, 20 minutes were really, really good. But I didn't feel like... We came out, Neil. I remember me and you talking amongst each other saying, oh, I thought that tag team match that opened the show were match of the night. Because we even made Tebs watch it when we got back. Whereas everyone online was like, oh, God, God, no, Adam Cole. Unbelievable match. But, uh. I think the, the thing with the main event for me, it was just... It, it, for some of it happened a lot in their feud. It was just overbooked towards the end with interferences and, and that, that sort of stuff. And people kicking out of five, six finishers. Um, so by, by the end, you just, you know, you, you, you're out of the moment a bit. Um, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. But, but yeah, I wouldn't say it was the best match of the night. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. It just went on for too long. But it was a good match, though. It was, a, you know, it was a good main event. Yeah. I always find it weird that, like, you know, when you go to all the indie shows, the good atmospheres and stuff, it's like a bit of a culture shock when you then walk into a WWE show. You've got like, you know what WWE fans can be like at these live shows. They're a bit fucking weird, aren't they? Some of them. And um, you like, <laughs> you just sat there like, it's just a bit weird. You've gone from like the indie shows, everyone's buzzing, like I'd say mainly normal people. Then you go to the WWE shows and sometimes they can be a bit... Like Neil, we were sat there and you had... Man United, American, Man United and Man City fans, if you remember, yeah. shouting and arguing to each other. Like, they were a Mexican guy, weren't it? And we well, were like, South, South American, yeah. Just two South American lads sat about 20 seats away from each other, just in the middle of matches, just shouting American version of British football chants to each other. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's a different... You'd get slapped in England, wouldn't you, if you were? Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> so were. It's just different. 
Chris would have walked home going, shut up, you don't chin him. <laughs> Good job you oh, weren't sat with us, Chris. But it was like, go team Manchester. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, they sort of shy and all. They sort of shy. They just don't know soccer, do they? I don't mean to be horrible. Oh, soccer! Don't, do don't swear at me, Chris. Oh, <laughs> I think the, the thing we're watching takeovers live as well is obviously when you watch it on TV, the mics are placed in certain places and they put the volume up on certain mics. So the atmosphere at takeover on TV just sounds amazing. Um, but then when you're there, it, it's, it's dependent on where you sat. So I think from what we could see, the opposite side of the arena to us was. Was, was quite loud and, and getting into it, like the hard cam side. But even though we had quite low seats, we sat in a corner and nobody really chanting around us. So if we got involved in it, you know, we'd be the only one. So I think that detracts away from it as well. But um, yeah, I think take, takeover is obviously it's good to go see, but I think takeovers are generally better, on t- better to watch on TV. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, Neil. You, the, you, I've thought it every time I've been. And it, everyone was like, what an amazing atmosphere that was. And I'm thinking, were we at the same show? But which side were you at, Chris? Were you opposite the hard club? Or what? I can't remember now. Um, I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah, I think I was up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was totally on the other side. I was quite high up, me. Yeah, I was in the hundreds. Um, I, was, I can't remember now. Yeah, but it was a good atmosphere, though. You know, you know where I was, but it all kicked off with the lights. You know, when the lights went off and it sort of got the fans going a little bit, but then it started carrying it on and carrying it on and like, oh, I don't boring me now. Lights. What happened, Chris? Were they yeah. shining them in your eyes again? Or? Yeah, yeah. And then they just went off. And then they just literally went off. So they're like, oh, they just started chanting pretty. It was just like boring chant, shit chants, you're thinking. Should have been. Oh, yeah, get over it now. We'll watch the match and... You know, but yeah, yeah, we, we we didn't meet back up with you, Chris. I don't think after time. I mean, me and Neil, we went to like some shop, didn't we? We got like some food from the we shop. Were sta- I think we were starving, and we'd realized the arena food in New York um, was bloody extortionate. Um, so I think robbing I think, bastards, I think it was like $15 for a portion of chips or something. Yeah, so we just... and it, yeah, no, and that, that didn't take. No cash as well in that in your stadium. In that arena. They didn't take any cash at all. You had to you know, use your card and do it. Oh, it was fucking nightmare. Yeah. My cards never seemed to work, did they, Neil, either? Fucking hell, nightmare. Hey, that was more user error than. Somebody said that, Neil. Them Revolut cards, Jesus Christ. Me and G, G, if I ever mention Revolut cards to G, just looks at me, he's like, I'm not fucking nah. using it, man. Don't work. It won't let me work. Um, just to say, if, if you do go on holiday, Revolut and Monzo cards work perfectly. Yeah, uh, highly yeah. recommended. Oh, I'm trying to think. What did we do? What did people do that night after that? I don't really remember going out. Or anything. I went back to the uh, you know the old cell. It was me on the town about you know dance or sort of dreading it because he did all the you know navigation on the uh, you know subways and that. So I'm thinking, oh pissing out. You know, I don't get myself home. But it was like that. It was good. Uh, yeah, you managed you to get yourself home. I think yeah, we just went. Boring, really. We just went back, didn't we? And watched a few takeover matches with Tebs because we were buzzing about it. And Tebs was like, oh, "I'll watch it tomorrow. Want <laughs> <laughs> yeah. watch it again? Like, Come on. No, you got to sit down. You got to watch. It. Okay, Neil, I've got to sit down. <laughs> but no, it was worth it. <laughs> the one probably biggest regret I had was not going to NXT, and I had to decide between going to NXT and going to Hamilton. Um, you regret it, or are you glad? 
I'm glad of my choice. Yeah. I do want to see an NXT event live, but this week, that weekend, and from what you guys have said, it's probably convinced me that the bigger shows, the non-indie shows, WWE, I'm more than happy to watch them on TV. It sounds like NXT was good. It was just, you know, when you're there live, it can be good side and bad side. So I don't know. I don't regret going. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd rather go guys afterwards. It, it was good. I think it, like tiredness came into it as well. I mean, it was what the we'd already watched three hours or two and a half hours of Rev Pro. And it was like our fourth wrestling show of the weekend, wasn't it? So you do start yeah. getting a bit uh, lethargic by that point. But yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it if anyone. Thinking yeah. of going to a takeover. I'd love to go to a full sale show, though. I'd love to go to one of them. Yeah, we could have gone this year if uh, COVID-19 hadn't struck, potentially. But Do you remember being in that arcade in the morning, Neil? We were in that arcade, weren't we, getting a beer, and they wouldn't serve me because I didn't have any ID. Oh, we went to... <laughs> Is it this... When was this? Friday morning? Yeah, I think it was the Friday morning. Yeah, yeah, so we'd... we were around Times Square. Um... We just got in like a yeah, it was a kids' arcade, wasn't it? With a bar upstairs, um, so we'd gone in there, and we, we were back to being like I don't know, seventeen-year-olds in England. So we'd we bought got like two pints between five of us, <laughs> just passing it around, <laughs> and nobody was looking. <laughs> I think they came over and said something as well, didn't they? I remember talking to that couple and guy were a Liverpool fan. I just thought you dick. Um, but yeah, so that that was the Friday. Then we get the best day, the Saturday. This was, oh, I had to wear a lead shirt, fuck's sake, yeah. So me, me and Neil had had a bed. Who'd, who'd, be who'd be higher up in the league at the time that we go? And uh, Leeds were top, the rest of them were about it. We'd made this bet um, in the days before the Lord Saviour Marcelo Bielsa came to Leeds, hadn't we? So you were, like, quietly confident that you were going to have a good season, but uh, fortunately it wasn't to be. Yeah, and I paid you 50 quid at Christmas as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that day, that day we, what did we do? So we went to, what was the name of that bar we went to? It was brilliant in there. Boiling Hot Day. We had a bit, was it, was it called Legends? A few days before I'd been like, I think we were all right, but I felt like it hadn't really got started. We were a bit cold at night. There wasn't like much motivation to go out because we were tired. It was the complete opposite to New Orleans the year before, New York. It's a bit shit. Um, so, yeah, this was like the best. <laughs> what are you laughing? This is the best day, the Saturday, because we went to this Legends bar full of football fans. What an English person wants. We want football fans, a pub, beer, sun and football, not soccer, yeah. football. And this was exactly what we got. We watched a great Birmingham versus Leeds game. Preston did Sheffield United a big favour, getting beat 1-0. But, yeah, so, Neil, you basically watched the implosion begin Birmingham beat Leeds 1-0, and then, G poured a pint, spilt a pint all, spilt your own pint all <laughs> over you, even worse. So, so yeah, we'd got there, obviously, a three o'clock kickoff in England, so we'd got to the pub at, like, half nine in the morning, first pint in his hand at, like, quarter to ten, ready to watch some football, and then, yeah, G's just a bit clumsy, isn't he? so I think Leeds are 1-0 down, and G had uh, decided to give me, yeah, a liquid lunch, liquid breakfast <laughs> on my lap. Um, so yeah, it was just a shit morning, really. <laughs> they weren't even cheap pints then, were they? Even what seven, eight dollars a fry? I just remember yeah. Danny. The best point was you were getting fuming, Neil. Bamford had missed about four one-on-ones. <laughs> Danny's in this bar, and you were like being a bit off with G about it because he'd been a bit. And Danny just gives me, you know, in the World Cup semi-final in nineteen ninety, 
when Gaza realises he can't play the final, Danny <laughs> just looks at me about and just goes, watch him, watch him. <laughs> I was like, Neil, it'll be all right. G will go and get you another pint. It was just, it was just one of those moments, I think. When you're in a pub, you want to have a pint in front of you, don't you? So when you're buying your Not own pint. You. Yeah, so when you're by yourself, you have your pint, you go to the bar, get another pint. G had spilt my pint over me, so rightly so he'd offered to buy me a new one. But I was watching him sat there for 10 minutes, like... Deciding what he was getting to eat, weren't he? He went, let me decide what I'm eating. But that, that bar was great. The way it was set up was fantastic. There was about six different games going on at once, wasn't there? Yeah. And I think it was the early kickoff, and they were all, like, you know, cornered off, weren't they, each game? So you were getting, everyone was just kind of watching their own game. And um, it was busy in there, man. It was fucking busy. But... Gee, knocks poor Neil's pint over and then takes 15 minutes to decide what he's getting to eat. But the fact that he was eating and it was shocker. I mean, literally, I was squeezed <laughs> into a corner and I'm like, how's he going to eat? Where's he going to eat? And we had to kind of just like give up the table for him. Um, but it was, it was a really, really good bar. Um, the reason Chris wasn't there is because later on we were going to see uh, New York City FC, and obviously with Paul being a United, uh, Chris being a United fan, uh, he wasn't up for that in any way, shape, or form. What were your thoughts behind oh, Chris? Fuck off! No way will I win there. That's a chance. Could have away fans, Chris. We're about 12 of them. <laughs> do you know what, though? I do sort of regret it in a way because I didn't realise they played at the Yankee Stadium. Well, I do want to go there, but I just don't want to go and watch baseball because it's a bit, it's, you know, it's a bit shit, isn't it? So <laughs> I sort of uh, do regret it you know, in a way, but you know, I've still had a good time. I went to the Bruce Richard, something to wrestle show. I had to find something, didn't I? So yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, so I'm trying to think. What was it like, that Bruce Pritchard show? Was it the one with JR? No, it was uh, John Bradshaw Layfield, uh, Tony Schiavone, and then obviously Conrad and uh, Bruce Pritchard. But yeah, no, it was a really good show. It was a good atmosphere. It was a good laugh, really. I've never been to you know, anything like that before. I've never really even listened to him. I just needed to find something so I could avoid that shit where you, where, you, know, where you went to. <laughs> so, class, class. First thing was, Danny, I'm just thinking now, right? It the, the Birmingham Leeds game kicked off at 10am, didn't it? Yeah. So, why... G was basically getting a steak. See, I remember he got a steak or something, something like that, didn't he? Why would he order a steak at half 10? Why would he oh, not God. just wait until, like, 12 or something? God only knows. It was, it was like it was it was the morning. Um, but then, we, we time was against us getting to the stadium. To yeah. Um, was it, like, one half one kickoff, was it? Yeah, and it was the actual. It, it, I, I started feeling really sorry for Neil at this point because when we were on the train after the, the game, um, he turns around to you, Dan, and says, "You've got your tickets, haven't you?" Oh, forgot about and this. I just it was the it was the look on Neil's face. It was like an exasperated dad who's just had enough. <laughs> do, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, you found your tickets, didn't you? No, I don't think we did. I think I had to go onto the app, and they, man- they, they let us scan the ones on the app. But in the morning, Neil had gone, here's your tickets. I think you were getting a bit annoyed that we couldn't work our bank cards. G- <laughs> G- no, G- the, other, the other thing was, so they, so they had money on the 
Revolut card, but for taking like a thousand dollars in cash. Oh, we lost. And then for like, I don't know if it was that morning or the day before, but spent hours talking about how they'd lost the money. They'd gone in the room, tipped it, tipped it upside down. I'm stood there just watching, making sure they're looking everywhere. After about forty-five minutes of looking, saw this sock on top of the suitcase. Picked this sock up because it looked a bit odd, and there's a wad of rolled-up money on in this sock. Uh, just so, so that, so I wasn't being like impatient when we lost the tickets. This was <laughs> after a build-up. Build yeah. If you'd yeah. even gone, here's your tickets, Dan. Don't fucking forget them. <laughs> As I say, I could, you could tell it was a build-up because it, you weren't even getting narky. It was just your face was, you know, like somebody's forgotten his football boots for the sixteenth time in a week. Um, that was texted last night to say, "Don't forget him." Yeah, yeah. Um, so we made our way there, didn't we? And uh, I was shocked how much of a dodgy area it was around the stadium because I think Teb's turned around to me when we got off and said, "Because you've been the night before or whenever." And it was a bit dodgy around there, wasn't it? Slap bang in the middle of the Bronx. Yeah, slap bang in middle of the Bronx. And uh, I just just remember G waving his expensive camera around everywhere, taking pictures of the highway and the pigeon and, you know, (laughs) anything that was was moving. And I just said, G, put your camera away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he puts it away. And then literally 30 seconds later, he's taking pictures again of, like, a, a deli. Um, <laughs> and I was just thinking, no wonder Neil's had a hard couple of days. Yeah, well, Neil, to be fair, yeah, the money was in the sock because at WrestleMania, <laughs> at WrestleMania 31, me and my mate, we put $500 or something underneath the bed. You know, like the mattress, we put it underneath the mattress. We went out, we came back at like six in the morning, and it had gone. So the cleaners had obviously looted us. So I thought, well, I, I won't take any chances this time, put it in a sock. It was an Airbnb, no one else were in there. <laughs> <laughs> Spoke. I haven't got you anything for your birthday yet, but I'm going to buy you a wallet now. This story is. I, I don't deal with cash anymore. I've got my Revolut card. <laughs> but, Sorry, uh, can I just can I just say one last thing about the Airbnb? It was one of these fancy ones where you've got to put the pin number in to get in. Oh, and it, yeah. I, I just loved the privacy and the security of it, especially when Dan gets back late at night and it's all nice and quiet on the street. And he goes, right, six, one, <laughs> five. <laughs> Fuck me. Why don't we just leave Dawn open for him? I couldn't believe it. I'm just looking at him like, are you for real? You might as well just sit and cut copies of his keys for people and leave them on steps. I can picture your face. You you open the door and you just looked at me, shut your head and turn around. It's just that look of we're all going to get raped and murdered tonight. That's not looking. So we pull up at Yankee Stadium. It's a boiling hot day. Uh, We get in the stadium. It was like, was it half full? I don't know, but... I think that's been a bit generous. Yeah. It was half empty. It was busier what... than the baseball, let's say that. Yeah, and we was... Um, so I just remember there being loads and loads of beer, and I thought, I want a fucking collector's cup with a beer in it. So I went all the way around the stadium to get this, this beer, and it was in the actual New York City cup. I've got it somewhere upstairs, somewhere. Um yeah. I thought you were going to say something, Danny. So, so then we come back and me and Neil sat there and you, Danny and Tebs, were sat. Our seats were next to uh, 
the Canadians, the Montreal Impact fans, and me and Neil were like, oh my God, look opposite. There's just all the safe standing. It's like all the New York City ultras are just there. So I was like, oh my God, please say we can get around there. So me, Neil, G, we go around to see if we can get around there. It's just benches. It's boiling hot sun. You stood there with your beers. The atmosphere is amazing. I was like, this is... Why can't football be like this in England where it's like, oh my God, he's got a Coca-Cola lid off a bottle. Kick him out. And then you've got... You're there and they've got like pyro, tambourines. Mexican lad knocked over me beer, didn't he? Yeah. And I was like, he looked like you wouldn't mess with him, right? Comes up to me, bear in mind, it's like $12 a beer. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And during the match, bless him, he went to the bit, went to the queued up, got me a beer and brought it back and gave it to me. Don't remember the next five days, like, but no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really nice of him to give us the drink. Um, we, we had our leads, our Preston shirts on. Some great videos. The atmosphere was bouncing. For some reason, Neil G was like with us, but he was sat about three rows away from us. Yeah, I think just... we were embarrassing him. I don't... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Too cool for us. <laughs> but yeah, it was just um, it, it was just just great atmosphere. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know why New York City have got another quite a new team, but it seemed like their fan base was. I don't know if they were Mexican, but South American. Um, there's a lot of South Americans in there. And they'd all just seem to smuggle like tequila in. Um, <laughs> we're all just drip swigging bottles of tequila. Uh, it wasn't so much... I, I, could you tell there's anything that happened in the match? Uh, even after the match. It was just all about... Sandy gets sent off. Uh, God knows. It, it was just like a party atmosphere, wasn't it? Just chanting, waving flags, um, jumping up and down on benches. It was just a great, just great atmosphere, great, um, really welcoming as well. Like I had a lead shirt on, but I was waving the bloody New York City flag for about 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and it was like after the match, all the people who like had been singing, they all came up, didn't they? They was like, oh, thanks, thanks for coming and supporting yeah, us yeah. and stuff like that. I just thought it was like, it was like really nice, really welcoming. Probably one of my best experiences at a football ground. If I ever went back to New York, which hopefully I don't have to, I'd go and watch them. But I'm saying that we might be going back to this New Japan show next year if actually nah, fuck that. Um <laughs> after talking about fucking New York for a while, I don't think I want to go back there. Um so yeah, so what what was your thoughts on the Mac Because you and Tebs, you were in the OAP section at the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> we me and Tebs just sat down in these comfy chairs uh, with nobody around us and was like on yes. the 
Don't forget there was the guy behind us that was used to be a wrestler. <laughs> this guy with his kids. He says oh, to God, us, what, yeah. what, what are you over here for? Are we here for wrestling? Oh, I used to be a wrestler. And I'm kind of looking at him like, I caught you did, mate. Okay, fair enough. And he's tapping away, ta- trying to chat away to us about the wrestling business. I'm just like, I couldn't give a fuck, mate. I really couldn't. That's all I c- That and the fact that somebody put an entire mind's worth of salt onto me pretzel. Out. <laughs> That's weird. I've never been a... I've never been offended by food in my life. I've never been offended. That disgusted me, the amount of salt they put on that pretzel. Um, but I was about two days into quite a bad uh, chest infection. And like I say, I realised I was like 35 and old and boring. So no, I didn't join you in the uh, in the mosh pit. But no, we had a good crack, didn't we, Danny? We had, we had, a, good, uh, we had a good chin wag. Yeah, we had a good watch of football. The world had a few beers, um, and it was good. It was decent, but it did look fun where uh, where the lads yes. were in the in the thing. It was just seeing constantly bouncing. It was brilliant. Um, and does anyone remember afterwards? We went to um, we went to a bar, had a few drinks with everyone yeah. there. The lads who advised you about. Does do you remember G on the takeaway and how much food he ate um, after after the year uh, we'd been for a beer? Because I was dying to get back in because I wanted to, we were going to MSG that night. And I, I said, oh, I'm going to make me way. You guys stay here. And in the end, you said, oh, no, we'll come. And you said, oh, we'll just stop for food. And she got something from this truck. Um, um, the hot sauce. Was it spicy sauce? sauce. Ah, yeah. yeah. And then after that, he finished that. He took ages, God love him. But he looked like he was really enjoying it. And then... You guys went into the McDonald's and then we were all ready to go. And he said, I'm just going to get something from McDonald's. <laughs> and I just, I was ready to strangle him. Um, and then we got, I was just that excited to go to MSG. I've always wanted to go to Madison Square Garden. So I think I probably went on a little bit to get you back into uh, into Manhattan. And as soon as we got, got there, me and Chris were like going in Um we wanted to get in. We were there when the doors opened, and um, you just went to Hooters, I think, if uh, if memory serves correct. Um, we got and just, Hooters, yeah. Just, what, what, what was the bar that we went into? We went into a bar, didn't we? Where, did Rooney get sent off at a bar, Danny? Some, we were in a bar, weren't we, where it was full of New York fans? Well, it was outside the stadium. Oh, yeah. it was, weren't it? It was yeah. all right in there, weren't it? It was quite yeah. cheap. I feel like it was cheap. Mm. We all got loads of bottles and stuff. And yeah. then, yeah, so we went back. We went to Hooters. Yeah, because you went straight in. I think we, you know, when you're pissed and you sort of lose track of time because you was like, oh, I'm going to go in. I remember thinking, what the fuck's he going in so early for? Uh, but yeah, so you and Chris, you went in then, did you? Yeah, and it was just like when you get into MSG and you walk up this, the stairs, we were in like the upper level. And it's just, I think me and you said when we talked about it previously, just like the history of the building hits you as soon as you walk in. Went up them stairs, got our seats and sat there. And you look up at the roof and it's it, it, it's like when you've been a wrestling fan for so long and you know a little bit about the history of New York, MSG, John Lennon's last part of performance, so many good boxing and sporting uh, stories from there. And uh, it was it was amazing to walk into. And so we were texting you because I think the, had the Battle Royal already started when you got in. Yeah, so we'd been in Hooters and it took ages to get served and it ages and they had like these nice little beers in there. It was really nice in there. G was harassing all the staff asking for a photo. And uh, we was me and me Tebs, where were you? 
Oh, I was in Hooters, were you? You was in Hooters. I think you were on G Watch. And uh, I was, I was. He was harassing the staff with G. I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he was the one with the camera. <laughs> at least I bought. At least I bought something before asking him for a picture. You don't just go up <laughs> oh. at six, six o'clock on a Saturday night. You just imagine those those lasses working there. Six o'clock on Saturday night outside Madison Square Garden, New York, and you've got some guy that's not even going to buy a drink, not even going to yeah. tip you. Just saying, do you mind if I just get a photo with you? No, actually, mate, it's we're at busiest night. So, yeah, any chance you could just fuck off for now? I felt so <laughs> bad for it. I just really wanted to say to him, gee, just move on, the busy. But God love him. But as soon as they had, uh, as soon as they had time for him, the, he got his picture. So I'm chuffed for him. <laughs> he, got, he, gets his, he didn't come in with us, but I'm sure he like stayed there and like showed up at MSG about half an hour later. He's like, look at all these pictures I got with these birds. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we got Some in. Some of them realised they're being photographed. <laughs> we got in, queued up for ages to get in, up those famous stairs. So we get in there and I really wanted like a poster. I've still got it upstairs. I'm, I've been waiting for this poster. I move into my own place till I put it up. So yeah, I'm gonna whap that. I got that post. Hey, Danny, you've got my other New Japan poster, haven't you? I just remembered. I have me. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'll send that over. Absolutely to you. forgot. Um. So yeah. So I was there was the women's match that opened it, which was Jenny Rose, Odie Altan. It was uh, Hannah Kimura, weren't it? Who sadly tragically oh, really? passed away last week. Yeah, she was in the uh, the dark match. So yeah. Um. But yeah, so we all get to our seats. Um. The pre-show, Kenny King. Won the battle royal by eliminating Jushin Thunder Liger. I know this was one for you, Danny. We've we've quick plug. We've got a podcast out. We did about a few weeks after it. I remember after I'd finished recording this podcast with Danny, thinking I've shit on Ring of Honor that much. He might not speak to me again. <laughs> no, um, this was everyone hated the ending of this battle royal, but I loved it. First of all, I got to see, which I wasn't expecting at all. When Great Muta's music hit, I was I I lost it. Poor Chris was um, yeah had to calm me down. Um, and then it ended up with Muta and Liger and Kenny King was hiding under the ring, and we were waiting for this epic showdown. And then Kenny King just fucking ruins it. <laughs> but I thought it was funny. Do you know what I mean? Um, Chris, what 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 did you think of that? No, I thought exactly the same, mate. I sort of pops as well when he, uh, you know, you know, when he come out. But yeah, no, I thought it was a good ending. I thought that's yeah, you know, that's how it should go. Really, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of you know Kenny King, really, to be honest with you. But it is what it is, and that's what happened. So yeah. But did you guys make it in then? Because I remember you were late. Did you see the end of it? So we saw the battle. We saw the whole battle. Royale. We saw the whole. Oh, yeah. saw guys. Yeah. The women's start match we missed. Um, yeah, the Battle Royal was was a good... Obviously, it was our first match, not the first match of an eye, but it was a good way to start the show, I think. I was quite optimistic even about the Ring of, Ring of Honor stuff after that um, Battle Royal. Uh, that were a mistake. Yeah, which was soon uh, corrected, but... <sighs> yeah, so the first match of the actual show was... One thing I noticed, that when you watch it back on like the VOD, it's like it was a proper... It was more of a Ring of Honor production than, say, a New Japan, like the Ring was like ring I don't know the commentary was ring of honor pretty much I think like the setup I don't think they did a good job watching it back of make of making MSG look as big as say a WWE would do. Um, no they, they, they spot on there mate they never do that's a I've been calling them on this for years. They they never make the arenas look grand. Yeah. 
it looked a bit it just didn't compared to how we felt being in there i thought when i watched it back i thought was that the 10 beers or did it actually feel like that look like that um but the first match was a guy that we'd seen have well two really good matches at indie shows was jeff cobb beating will osprey uh, for the never open weight title I just remember this being a really, really good match. It was only 12 minutes, 52 seconds looking at the times. Um, yeah, anyone, anything about the match? It's hard talking about it, Nick, because it was that long ago. Yeah. It was a good match. It was a great match, I thought, to be honest. Great opener. Anyone yeah, else? I think it's probably one of... Probably the last good Jeff Cobb match I've seen, to be fair. Looking back now, we have a bit of time on our hands. Um this was obviously April last last year, um, so yeah, it's definitely the best match I've seen him have up in, between now and then. Yeah, because he's he's had he had a bit of a his G one run was weren't very good, were it? We were saying that a lot last summer. Yeah, he just hasn't seen bothered really, has he recently? Um, but yeah. Yeah, so we get a really strong opener from New Japan and then Ring of Honor give us a 15-second rush beat in Dalton Castle. Now, this is where the, the whole show fell off a cliff. Um, it was like an hour of Ring of Honor shite. Sorry, Danny. Um, to be fair, the first match was a Ring of Honor, with two Ring of Honor guys. Nah. It was for it a was, New Japan was a, title. It was, a, it, was a, it was a unification. It was the Ring of Honor TV title for the... Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, open yeah, so well done, Ring of Honor, for that Will Ospreay match. Um, and then, uh, I'm joking, Danny. Then, uh, so, Danny, do you, can you remember anything about this rush? Dalton, Dalton Castle was injured at the time, weren't they? Was that why they yeah. went so short? They wanted to get Rush over strong. It was, it was poor. It was a shit decision. They should have just cancelled the match. or made. But, yeah, Dalton Castle had been injured, and they wanted to break him all the way down before trying to build him back up. Um, but yeah, that, that it, was, it was poor. It was 15 seconds long. It was one finisher and out. Yeah, I mean, and then next we had Kelly Klein beating Mayu Iwatani. Don't really remember much about that match. I remember it being Shite. Format. Yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes, 38 seconds. This is where them 10 beers came in handy. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing this, I bet, I bet the bars were busy during this match. Um, then we get Flip Gordon and the life, the lifeblood, Jesus Christ. Flip Gordon and the lifeblood defeating Bully Ray, Shane Taylor and Silas Young. I bet those thousands of fans that sold out the uh, MSG arena to see the Young Bucks and Kenny were glad they were there when they had Bully Ray and Shane Taylor out there. Oh, well, I, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, Ring of Honor sold it out, sorry, I forgot. No, 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 we had uh, Megatron. In before the match, doing welcome going to the to garden. The garden. <laughs> yeah, going to the garden. What a cue. Yeah, that is definitely getting edited in. Edited in. Um, but yeah, this is where, is this where Enzo came? We had Enzo coming and then we were all getting news about Bret Hart getting attacked. With Bret, not Bret Hart, who was it? This was later on. That was Jordan D. Wasn't it? It was oh, um, yeah. Gucci and them lot. Yeah, so I don't remember anything about this six-man tag team match that, for some it was reason... Was New York ever. street fight, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, it was... I enjoyed this. It, it was what it was. Just like a mid, mid-card brawl, really. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't offensive. It was a, wasn't a great match, but it was fun. Yeah. And then, so we get 15 minutes for this memorable street fight. And then we get eight minutes for Dragon Lee versus Ishimori versus Bandido, which could have been 
great if it had been given more time. But to be fair, Bully Ray did need that time. Um, but yeah, to be was, honest with you, I, I really enjoyed this match. It was good, weren't it? But a bit more time, I think it could have been. Great. I enjoyed yeah. it. But I think we was all thinking like, is Hiromu going to come out at the time? There was rumours he was going to show up. But yeah, this was a really good match. It was like Dragon Lee weren't really in New Japan at the time. So when he won this title, he was like, right, he's going to be going to New Japan. And then Danny, do you want to talk about this tag team match? The uh, the one where yeah. Enzo Amore stole MSG? Well, yeah, it was it was decent. It was a decent match between Gorillas and Destiny. It was actually more than decent. I thought it was good. Uh, PCO and Brody King versus Evil and Sonada and the Briscoes. Oh. Um, winner takes all. IWGP and ROH World Tag Title Match. The match itself was good. Um, then Enzo and Cass kind of come in from the sidelines. From where we were, first time. I can honestly say I didn't know whether it was a work or whether it was a shoot. I honestly did not know. After what Enzo had done previously in WWE, um, and you know, it took somebody in the front row seeing pictures on Twitter on the front row to see that they were throwing working punches. But otherwise, I thought it looked really good. Didn't particularly want Enzo Warcast in Ring of Honor. It muddied the waters a little bit, and I don't think ROH have sort of said anything about it since. Did they ever do anything? I don't watch Ring of Honor, Danny. Did they ever do anything with them after that? Or? No, they didn't. Um, they, I think they used it as a test to see how it would go over with the fans. Right. Um, and they wanted to try and keep it quite real as well. Um, so it was it was a test that didn't work. Um, and as I say, while this is all going on, social media is buzzing, and then all of a sudden... You get Bret Hart attacked over in um, uh, in the Hall of Fame as well, so that was running through the crowd as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, 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 that it sort of stole everyone for like the few matches after it. They basically ruined the Tanahashi Zack Sabre match, didn't they? Because everyone really was talking about the Bret Hart mm. thing. Um, I'm just looking. This is we saw Sabre beat Tanahashi. Uh, for the British Heavyweight Championship. But then we also saw Tanahashi win the belt off Zack Sabre Jr. at uh, Royal Quest, didn't we? Yeah. Don't, don't really remember much about this match, but I remember thinking it was pretty good while we were there. I remember it being good, but we were taken out of it by the fact of what was going on with Bret Hart and the Enzo stuff as well. People were looking at the phones more than they were the ring. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so then we had then we had the third, the show really got going here. We had three... Pretty good matches, really good matches. We had a Bushi versus Naito. This was, I think, this is when G showed his head for like the first time. <laughs> and there's a video, right? And like we're videoing the, the building, and G just comes out of nowhere. You hear Tebs go, "Oh, here he is." G walks up. We're looking like the cat who found the cream. Walks up. He goes, "I've toured it. I've toured it. I've toured it all." Showing me pictures of him with some like forty-year-old woman with a Bullet Club T-shirt on the <laughs> harassed for a picture, but uh, yeah. So Ibushi versus Night, always usual. The two tried the best to kill themselves. I remember this being really, really, really good, but it wasn't like I don't know. Maybe they probably had better matches. Uh, can anyone remember anything from this match? I'm not. No, mm. not really. No, just... It's not a criticism of it. I just. You know, it's that long ago. Maybe it is a criticism that I ain't gone back and rewatched them again, to be honest. But I remember having fun, and I remember wishing I were closer. 
<laughs> but to be part of that, it was dawning on me as that night went on how big that night was. I don't think I appreciated it until I got there and it already, you know, got in gear. Um, but it, it made me sort of, yeah, it was a fantastic night. I can't, I can't remember individual bits, but I remember just enjoying the whole thing, to be honest. It was my first Ring of Honor show. First time I'd watched any of it, and I probably wasn't as critical as you guys, but I wasn't expecting as much either. So, no, I just remember just all in all having a one fantastic night at the wrestling. Yeah, it shouldn't yeah, go it unnoticed should... what a big show this was. Like, do you know what I mean? For a company other than WWE to sell out Madison Square Gardens in half an hour, I remember scrambling me and you scrambling for tickets, Neil, and it was like it. You wouldn't have got this say five years before. It was a his. No matter what happened on the show. It'll be looked back on as a historic show. Some of these, yeah. I just think that's where the disappointment comes from in the Ring of Honor stuff because it, it is, it is, and will be the the biggest show they, they ever did or ever will do. Um, I'd imagine, and it, it just seemed like they didn't take the chances with it. Um, yeah, it, it just it was like a missed opportunity, I think, for Ring of Honor. Um, yeah. It was a chance to win back people. Say, like, me and you that was like, we'd watch it, but it wasn't, like, top of our face. If they'd have gone out there and, and put like... four yeah. amazing matches on, yeah, we'd, we'd have gone back to watch it, but... Even if they'd have put the belt on Marty Skrull or something, he was like, Marty Skrull, whatever happened to him? Um, but, like, even if they'd have put the belt on him at the time, I think... Yeah, it they'd added something to the show, yeah, yeah. I mean, apparently Ring of Honor actually wanted this match to go on last. Can you imagine if the show had have ended with Matt Taven winning the title? Um, but 29 minutes I remember this match to be fair was actually alright live yeah. I, don't, I don't remember it being 29 minutes the ladder match yeah yeah the ladder match 29 minutes oh we're 12 beers in at that point I think <laughs> do, you remember, do, do you remember when somebody got sparked clean out by the ladder oh, uh, just oh yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah. that's a <laughs> lawsuit that guy was it all the, I watched all the indie shows when I got back right he had like a pink hoodie on and he wore that exact hoodie at all the indie shows, right? Sat front row. And you know one of them fans that's, like, trying to get themselves on TV, like, Ooh. pretending, like, stuff's amazing <laughs> and stuff like that. Gobsmacked faces. And I was sat there thinking, so you were just, like, basically trying to... <laughs> you were just working that way. Uh, it's not the... It's not the same guy from the first AEW show, is it? Um, I remember watching sure. it, texting you, saying, have you seen the guy in the blue hoodie? It, anyway. it could well have been him. Yeah. He, he looked like a bit of a dick. Um, so yeah, the main event now. The main event, I getting to see that roll call of all the previous New Japan champions. Um, straight after Matt Taven had won the belt, it was like I don't know, it was just felt big that we were seeing an IWGP heavyweight championship match. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was like, Why the fuck does it have to be with Jay White in it? But Jay White sort of turned me around in this match. I love this match live, I've watched it back since, and I thought it was great. Other people didn't like it as much as I did, but I think it was just topping off. Probably my favourite day of the trip. We'd been to football at the pub, football at Yankee Stadium, Hooters with a great photographer, and then MSG for the first time for a historic show. Getting to see the best wrestler in the world um, do what he does best. And he Matt actually Taven. won. No, not Matt. Taven. <laughs> but we actually saw the title change hands as Okada took the belt off Jay White. And this match was actually meant to be. Okada versus Kenny Omega, which is a bit sad looking back. But they did a really good job, and I enjoyed this match. And then you nearly got knocked over outside. I thought he was going to chip in with something about the match. <laughs> oh, and then you nearly got knocked over. But yeah, 
Anyone else? What was? I enjoyed it. Do you enjoy the show? Whatever. I thought, I thought, I thought the whole show was amazing. To be honest with you, but I thought you know the main event. I just thought it was fantastic. You know, to see the actual title change hands and let you yeah. witness it live in a historic event. We've been there. We've done that now, boys. Yeah. And, that, and you know, nobody will take that. I just thought it was good. Uh, yeah, it was amazing, mate. Yeah, it was a historic show to be at. I tell you what, Tebs you sent us a link to the U- the show's free on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah. Five Plus, hours, 21 minutes. I think that's that doesn't include the dark match, obviously, and that started from the, the Battle Royal, but oh. I was sat watching it the other night. Uh, yeah, so it's free on YouTube now. Go ahead, watch Five it. Five hours, Enjoy. 21 minutes. So to we started drinking at 10 a.m. that day. To, to be fair to him, it didn't... The side of a good show is obviously how how long it feels when you're there. Um, it didn't seem like five hours twenty minutes at the time. No, it um, didn't. not not like some other shows that we saw at the weekend, which I'm sure we'll get. Uh, well, yeah. my my general takeaway is that echoing what Chris said, I saw we all saw a IWGP Heavyweight Championship change hands to the best wrestler in the world in the most famous arena in the world, in a historical fucking date. And let's not forget, WWE moved TakeOver for this show. They moved it. Yeah. Well, Vince tried yeah. getting it cancelled, didn't he? He yeah. did, didn't he? <laughs> tried blocking it. So I, I love that day. It was my, probably my favourite day. But next, it's WrestleMania oh, Sunday. Can I just say something, Danny? One of my memories from the day after we almost got hit by the car. <laughs> Was on the train heading to MSG, packed train, beers flowing, and Neil top of it. Hang on, just to set the scene. You're on these New York trains, and you get at different stops, you get like men with no legs, hobbling on the hands, asking for money. Um, women, that was just us from the night before, (laughs) still pissed. You'll get like homeless or or disabled people, fair enough, they're struggling, need some money. Um, and then I, I just think of it, obviously I think that Netflix document or was it a TV documentary about Michael Jackson had just been on TV <laughs> um, which if, if you've not seen it and you've got you're, not, you're undecided on Michael Jackson it's quite clear what happened after you've watched that programme and then the alleged abuse it's alleged but yeah um, and then yeah uh, after such a good day the last thing I want to see is Bloody Michael Jackson on my way home. No, this was the first. I'm on about the first yep. time he said it. That was the second time was, on the way home. Oh, the second time was the funny. I don't know. Yeah. About, I didn't know there was a first time. The first time, they're like they're doing dancing. I've got the video on my phone of both of them actually. What a great time <laughs> to be filming. And Neil just shouts, "Michael Jackson is a nonce." And I looked at <laughs> Nick, Danny's face. Danny was like, "I can't believe he's just fucking said that." <laughs> Oh, the fuck? Oh, the fucking hell is that? The charge facts. 
<laughs> the whole train went quiet. But the best part was on the way home. So we sh- were smashed at this point. So any- we can basically do it one week. We had a pizza try to sort ourselves out. There's a video of us walking through the streets, chanting at cars, just representing England, aren't we? And Neil's on this train and he shouts, Michael Jackson is a nonce. And bless him, this black lad goes to us. He wasn't when he was black. (laughs) 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 We was laughing our heads off. It was just funny, wasn't it? That's when you turned white, you started doing that shit. He didn't do that shit when he was black. So he did do it, I think. Michael Jackson is an ounce. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The next stop is Hoboken. This motherfucker. Mate, what are you doing, mate? Mate, this thing's bloody fucking unbelievable. And then they had to take it a bit too far and start taking the mick out of our accents, but yeah, we survived. I thought we were going to get battered. Yeah, home on time. It was one of them ones where you get off at train, and you think, "Thank God we got away from them now." You turn around and they've got off at the same stop as you. You just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. but we're, like right. we're going to go to a public place for a while. <laughs> and then, yes, yeah, so the big day had arrived—the big day of WrestleMania 35. Danny. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've just remembered that what's coming up in terms of your journey home, and that made me laugh. Um, yeah, um, WrestleMania Sunday, chilled out, made our way into the where we were picking the bus up that was taking us in, got a burger and stuff like that, um, went over. We were there about uh, an hour and a half before doors were opening, milling around the, the, the uh, arena and stuff, Got gets in, and... Uh, yeah, I was made up at the stadium. MetLife was, for me, it was fantastic. Great place to watch wrestling from. How did you guys get there? Well, we basically, <laughs> we started, what's going on here? Am I not inside on the jokes? I'm just looking forward to your journey home, that's all. Oh, we need to talk about the journey there first, right? So we're we were at 12 there. hours before that, Danny. Yeah, we're, we've got ages yet. <laughs> So we all take a trip to the supermarket, you know, fill our bodies full of food so we don't have to, uh, do you know what I mean, spend loads of money. So we go to the supermarket, me and Neil are waiting outside, G's card declines. So we we go back and we're making our video predictions for the YouTube channel. And uh, G walks in halfway through, it's fucking declined again. He's like, G, calm down, mate, take a different card. So for the third time, bless him, I think he eventually managed to get his shop. And he's like, these Revolut cards are bollocks, man. So, yeah. <laughs> so we had to make all our WrestleMania predictions. Wait, did we get, we got an Uber, didn't we? Yeah, we got yeah, an Uber like, to the uh, MetLife. Yeah. Uh, so we... Uber from Jersey City. Where, where, yeah. It was all in, we were in Jersey City, but the stadium was in Rutherford, East Rutherford. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so well, that was quite nice actually. See, because obviously we'd been spent what five days in Manhattan, so it was nice to travel a bit further out and see uh, see the scenery in in, in Jersey. Yeah, so we get there. We were just like doing the usual waiting about to get in, get in the queue. We were queuing underneath that big long tunnel. 
it wasn't really like a roasting hot day, was it? You needed a jacket. It was like overcast. Um, well, we were sat by the front of the queue, and as soon as the queue, like when they opened the doors, going for a slash. All the security basically said to us, "Oh, you can just walk in." So there's this massive queue going over the train station under the bridge and stuff, and we were one of the first in there. Um, so it worked out quite well for us. I was with Kurt and his brother. Chris, what did you get in all right? So because you were in a different entrance, weren't you? Yeah, no, yeah. Well, you know, I was pretty much waiting there for ages until it all calmed down. Really, uh, I was, you know, I was sat on that little wall or whatever it was. Yeah. And then, yeah. No, it was it was all right. Really, it was good. Um, you no, know, it was all. You know, I was in there pretty quick, and then get a beer. You see, I always get quite um, quite worried. Not worried, but you know, always I can hear him fucking pissing. Um, yeah. I can, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like the scene in Naked Gun where shave, he leaves the microphone. Shave, Dan. Shave. <laughs> what is he? A fucking camel. Wash your hands, you dirty bastard. Um, let's see. Let's time how long it takes to see whether he's washed his hands for 20 seconds or not. <laughs> no! Absolutely. And he's got an apple Love as well. Yeah. So, so, yeah, and, and I really enjoyed them. I, I really enjoyed getting in there. It was fantastic. Um, are you making all right? You're back with us. Can <laughs> you having a piss? <laughs> oh, Chris, I'll edit it now. Everything besides me drink. <laughs> looks like you've just pissed into that uh, so once we were in the stadium I went because I, I wasn't drinking at a lot of events I'll be honest with you I begrudge paying $15 for a fucking beer uh, near enough every one of the venues it was absolutely ridiculous MSG the night before I think it was $19 for a beer um, and so got in and I thought I'm going to have a good good drink today Got a few drinks, it was easy to get to, but there was all this, people were saying, oh, you've got to bring your passport and then you've got to fill in a form each time you get a drink. And there was none of that where we were. I don't know what it was like for you guys, but no. my mate Kurt, um, Kurt had to sign a fucking uh, admission every time he got a drink at the bar. Apparently it was like New, New Jersey state law for stadiums. It was absolute madness. Jeez, I just took... I just took two bottles of Coke in and I filled them up with vodka each. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't, I still can't believe you got that in. I just, I just told them I needed it for a medical reason. They just checked it and they opened it up. Remember, took a drink out of each one and they went, right, go and you go. I can't okay, believe please. they let you take it. I thought you were winding me up when you said you were taking it in. No, I was pissed by the time Kurt Hawkins came out. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, you not spoke about any of the matches or anything, have you? No, no. no we, we were waiting for you to uh, see if you'd done your 20-second hand wash, but obviously. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I didn't touch it. I just flopped it out. Uh, <laughs> 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 what was there about? So, Your Honour. <laughs> uh, have you spoke about that great stage they put to us? The all excitement of, all. Oh, what will the stage look like? Well, so WrestleMania 34. Um, well, that was my first WrestleMania. I remember, I don't know if it was the same way you were sat, but we went in, obviously, to the stadium, and you're on the foyer, and then the arena is covered up by a big black curtain. So you had to queue up, and you had to actually open the curtain, and then you saw the stadium for the first time. And obviously, 34 was a brilliant stadium. So I was, I was building this feeling up to Tebs, like, oh, wait till you see the stage for the first time. 
It's an amazing yeah. feeling. Blah, blah. <laughs> we, we got into the stadium and just looked at the stage and we're like, is that it? <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's a video screen. Yeah, it's just a, a big 600-inch TV, really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a bit disappointing. It, like, it's not going to put a dampener on the whole week, let me put it that way. No, um, but it was shit, though. I'd actually oh, it was crap. Thought, it, yeah, it was I crap. thought Alexa Bliss was going to, like, sort of, you know, reveal something and I'll open up, but we didn't. We got <laughs> fucking Hogan instead. Piss off, you fucking... What? Alexa Bliss is going to reveal something and open something up. I did, but me and the bloke who were next to me thought that's it, you know, the stage is going to be fucking revealed now. And <laughs> you know, when she did a click, when she went, I'll just make a mania moment. And then yeah. you heard Hulk Hogan, you thought, oh, fuck off, I'd rather have a better stage. <laughs> I've, got a vid- I've got a video of that, of it happening and filmed it. From, and you just see the cheering for Hogan and all the music. And, it's, and towards the end of it, all the music dies down. And you can just hear in the distance, boo. And then just <laughs> I've, I've never heard such. Everybody just having a bit of a pop. And then as soon as everybody realizes who it is, it's kind of like, actually, you're a bit of a prick. Boo. Neil shouts <laughs> racist, top of his voice. Racist. racist. <laughs> Here we go. Um, so, yeah, so the pre show started off with Tony Nice beating Buddy Murphy. Um, nice was from, uh, was he from New York or something? So they shoved it on him. Uh, I don't remember anything about it. What do you remember about your first WrestleMania match, Tebs? I was queuing up getting me and you a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I was Nicole. queuing up. What do you remember about Pebs' first WrestleMania match? I thought that was like it was probably the best match, like one of the best matches of the night. To be fair, um, and I think it was the same the year before as well. The just the cruiserweights just seemed to go out there um, at WrestleMania, just put on a good a good wrestling match. You know, not not much story involved, just a just a good wrestling match. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I thought, it, like I said, probably one of the best best matches of the night. I agree with that. Definitely, it was a really good match. Right, I've got. Sorry, I'm eating. Um, we have. Sorry, you know. I've got any tea. All I've got is an apple and some sixty p pineapple fingers from Tesco. Um, uh, we had we had the women's battle royal after this, didn't we? Yeah. Finally, someone bailed me out. <laughs> Come on, Danny. Yeah, uh, we had the women's battle royal, which. Uh, Carmella won by eliminating Sarah Logan last. Crazy Mary Dobson, that poor girl's been released as well. I'll be honest with you, didn't think much of this at all. Um, wasn't my favourite uh, battle ro- pre-Mania Battle Royal, but there we go. Yeah, the one yeah. the year before was good, weren't it? Where yeah. Bailey, Naomi won, didn't she? But um... Matt Hardy, who was it? Oh. Yeah, Matt, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, no. they joined up for a bit, didn't they? So that was good. It actually felt like it meant something. They maybe developed story from it, whereas this one was just it was just a battle royal, wasn't it? Get people on yeah. the show. Yeah. Well, I, the the next match, I actually I didn't think I'd enjoy it, but I actually quite felt quite good for Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder winning the uh, tag titles from the revival. It was a fairly decent match as well, from what I can remember. It was it wasn't a long match. I think it was about ten minutes, but um, yeah, I enjoyed this one. As well, what about yourself, Tebs? What do you think about this? Well, you talk about making history at the the Garden with Okada winning the belt, and we all saw that moment of history. We also saw Kurt Hawkins break his, what, 298 losing streak? So (laughs) I was just delighted. I was absolutely buzzing to to be able to witness history in my own little way. So, uh, yeah, I, I was amazed by how bright it was. And I know it was outside and all that, but just 
we've just spent a week. Uh, excuse me, we've just spent the last few days watching indie shows that are all in quite dark arenas and stuff. So to see it all out in the open, uh, you know what? I was 35 years old when I realised they put microphones in the ring to amplify the bumps. I, didn't even, <laughs> I, I heard it coming through the speakers and I'm like, what the hell's going on? First time I'd ever, I didn't even click on and it, it just stood out like a sore thumb at every other WWE event that every time someone lands, you can just hear the slamming going on around you. But it, it it was it was just a great event. I know you you diehard fans and you sort of multiple WrestleMania attendees sort of don't rate it as one of your best, but it's the best WrestleMania I've ever been to. Damn it! And uh, I think it will be for some time. Uh, really enjoyed it. Just I, I I it felt like a slog. Don't get me wrong, but I just I was in the mindset that um, it's probably going to be a while before I get to do this again. So let's just go with it. It's one day out of your life. Enjoy it. Uh, and I did. I enjoyed ninety-five percent of it. So brilliant. Michael, as you can say, this was um, it's just one of them times where WWE really love them sort of like feel-good moments. So you had obviously Kurt Hawkins breaking the his losing streak, but it was Zack Ryder. They're both from New Jersey or yeah. New York, so it was them winning the belts in the hometown as well. Right, and okay. that's the same stadium that Zack Ryder won the Intercontinental Title at in, in the ladder match a few years ago. So it'd be like you say what you like what you like about Vince, but he does give these people like I know they've gone now, but Zack Ryder's gonna have two moments there where you know he's won two belts in, in his hometown in front of seventy, eighty thousand people. What in Dallas? Were not in Dallas when he won that ladder match? It was in the MetLife. No I think it was in Dallas, mate. Yeah, it was in Dallas now. I know I know what you say, and I think um Kate Tokens was wearing green because he was New York Giants, uh, New York Jets fan, should I say, who play at the stadium. So that was all pretty cool. Um, Braun Strowman won a 30 man battle royal, the Andre the Giant battle royal, by last eliminating Colin Jost, some dickhead I've never heard of who was a talk show host or something in America. Again, wasn't particularly fond of this battle royal. Um, has anyone got anything to say about this or? I forgot it even happened. Oh. I can't remember it. Yeah, that shows how memorable it was. Um, the, the, then, the one thing, sorry, the one thing we know now is that it's probably it was probably the moment when Luke Harper decided, Brody Lee decided he was leaving WWE. <laughs> if you've listened to Talk is Jericho, he said mm. they, they put him out there. Then he had his dark match on SmackDown against EC3, which we saw, and he said from that moment he knew it was out of there, he knew it was gone. So I think you know, even though it wasn't part of the the night, we managed mm. to see. Two wrestlers decide they were done with WWE live in person, so I'm just a bit. Well, if you remember, if you remember, Brody Lee had put something on uh, Twitter around the time of this show, and it was like, it was like, well, I'm not on the WrestleMania card this year, um, so my WrestleMania moment will be taking place at Access. He was having a match against That's someone it. at Access, and. Yeah, it was someone from NXT UK, I think. Or... Yeah, it was. Maybe Chris Hero. Ah, oh, fuck knows. But, um... Don't know. Anyway, it was yes. a long show. I'm sure we've... So the main show starts with Alexa Bliss. She didn't, unfortunately, reveal anything or open up. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it how it sounded. Yeah, I fucking did. Um, so, yeah, she yes, introduces... She introduced. She introduces. Uh, what she's gonna do a WrestleMania moment, and out walks Hulk Hogan. Teddy the racist. 
Yeah, Terry the racist. <laughs> Donald Trump yeah, Senior. He's fuming about the last few weeks, isn't he? Um, but yeah, he is basically Donald Trump, isn't he? His tanned, blonde hair, <laughs> racist. He's got a better haircut than Donald Trump. Um, Would you take but... a shit in his tower? <laughs> <laughs> He'd let me do <laughs> something else in his tower from what I've heard. <laughs> anyway. But this this, <laughs> this first match I think shocked a lot of people, didn't it? The way Heyman just come out. He marched out as as Hogan was still on stage and yeah. said, Right, we're gonna get this over and done with. Um Brock Lesnar's gonna defend and he's gonna go to somewhere where he can be ultimately appreciated uh, in Ve- you're going to go to Las Vegas where you can be ultimately appreciated obviously making the remark about UFC and the possibility of him going there it was a two minute match where Seth Rollins rolled Brock Lesnar I was shocked at this one I'm going to be honest I enjoyed it it was just a great fast pace shocking way to start Wrestlemania you know get the crowd hyped um, yeah I just thought it was brilliant thought it was uh, just a perfect way to start Wrestlemania really yeah, it was it was good when it? it was like bam bam. My only thing was, I was like, in terms of like match quality on paper, Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar probably had the potential to get match of the night. So when this like was just like a great moment, I was a bit like, mm. but in terms of match quality, this WrestleMania might suffer with one of the uh, main title matches. Yeah, so yeah, but it was a nice moment, wasn't it? But. I, I don't know. I would have preferred it different. I, I, I preferred they had a great match main event SummerSlam where Seth won the title. I would have preferred something like that than just a WrestleMania moment. But, yeah. Anyone else enjoy this match? I enjoyed it, yeah. Um, I thought there were too many, you know, finishing. You know, you know, like usual in these type of matches. But, you know, other than that, I thought it was a great way to start the show. Yeah, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Glad for Seth. Um, but yeah, good. Yeah, this will be Seth. Think about the pop Seth got when he wins this match. And literally, WWE booked it. So six months later, everyone in the audience is booing him to the <laughs> point where they have to turn him heel. He probably yeah. had some doing himself in that with his yeah. Twitter opinions. And uh, just Seth being Seth on Twitter, I think, had something to do with that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so next we had the match that everybody loved the light party AJ Styles beating Randy Orton I couldn't see a thing We, it, 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 I enjoyed this match because we were all chanting we can't see just I'm sure it was a yeah I'm sure it was a good match just didn't see any of it yeah I've watched it back since and it was yeah it were a decent enough match between the two and you can tell the crowd were putting them off you can tell they were being distracted by what was going on um so but AJ stands up at one point and just looks around and like what? Like, Rand, think, Rand, yeah, Randy Orton does. I think Randy he did his, it, yeah. drop, um, his drop DDT from the ropes or something. And he kind of just takes a moment just to look around everyone. And there's this almost sort of look on his face of, you're here to watch us. And it's like, well, fair enough, but we can't, can't fucking see you. You're shining lights in his face. Yes, it might look good for the millions of people at home and it might look very pretty. But how about the poor bastards that have travelled 5,000 miles that paid you to come and sit in and watch it? And the fact that they actually took notice and got it done so quickly, I was impressed. Very. Impressed. I was hoping it would carry on. We all love a good <laughs> and a bit. Do you know what I mean? I just thought, wow, there'll be a riot here. 
Well, I noticed yeah. one guy sat near us, and there was a, a WWE executive. He had there was a MetLife guy, and there was a guy in a suit with the WWE lanyard on. And one guy just stood up, and he was just pointing at him, and he was viciously saying, "Fucking get it sorted, you motherfucker! I'm doing this, I'm doing that." I, I was afraid for the guy. But and he's radioing back, and the lights are going on and off. But yeah, it distracted from the match. But I was more impressed by the fact that they actually did something about it. Yeah, yeah. People, people around us were angry. Could, what did you, Danny and Chris? Did you two get this? The lights, or could you just? I don't know where about she was sat. No, I was too high up. I was, I, I was, I was pointing the light bulbs at you two. You, you lot, sorry. Uh, no, it, it was fine. I had a great view. We've got to be honest. I was right in the middle, um, from second row from the front. So yeah, I was sound. I, I can just hear you going, "Yeah, Chris, what are them dickheads down there pointing at?" <laughs> uh, no, I was sat somewhere different to Dan. Uh, oh, weird. Yeah, uh, but it was all right, though. I couldn't really... You know, we was all laughing at, you know, you lot struggling. So, yeah, <laughs> but I didn't think the match was... You know, were great. I'm not a big Randy Orton fan. I think he's shit. So, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it wasn't that good for me, but it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm looking through this card in front of me, yeah, and I can't even remember some of these matches. We, the next, we have the Usos versus Alistair Black and Ricochet. Rusev and Nakamura and Cesaro and Sheamus and I, I don't know. Do anyone remember anything from this match? I don't. Get everyone on the card. Yeah. Was this, seem to remember, was this Alistair Black and Ricochet's like, they'd only just been called up, hadn't they, I think? Yeah. Was it, was it their debut? Or? No, did they, well, yeah, yeah, I think you were, because you were NXT as well, didn't they? Or one of them did. Did they do the NXT takeover as well? Or I was just dreaming that. Yeah, against against Viking Raiders. All the yeah, Raiders. so they were on takeover. They'd been called. I think it was announced like a week before or something. They'd been called up. Um, so yeah, so it was good to see them on a WrestleMania. But that's all I remember thinking of the match. Nice to see them on a on a Mania show. Yeah. Um, next, Shane beats the Miz. I remember this match. This is where they did like a big bump at the end. That's all I yeah. can really remember from it. It, it was fun, weren't it? I, I don't um, think the, all... the Mr. Miz meme was born. Yeah. Where Daddy Miz got in the ring doing the uh, put up your Dukes, Queensbury rules with Shane going at him. And uh, <laughs> I think that was, it was a moment, shall we just say. But it this was... match, as soon as you saw the scaffolding and the, the black fabric put over some big cardboard boxes at one side of the arena, you just know where the match is going to. And. Uh, yeah, to, yeah, it didn't it didn't excite me. Let's put it that way. I I enjoyed it. It was like a fun. It was just a fun comedy match, and you had the suspense, didn't you? You knew Shane were going to do something crazy, and obviously it had come across different on TV. But when you're there live, you're looking around to see what what could happen. And as I started walking towards that structure, you knew oh, something there's going to be a big bump here. Um, but yeah, it's just a enjoy it. What like some of them? It's not a great wrestling match, but it was a fun. Fun fifteen twenty minutes or whatever it was just to watch. Um, yeah. Was it after this match that um, Elias come into the ring and John Cena returned, or was it? I don't know. Oh, I, I generally don't. Might have been after Triple H and Batista. That was a good moment when when Cena returned. Though that was a huge pop when um, they played his old uh, Weird yeah. Life theme tune. That was probably the best part of the show for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, it was that. That was probably one of the best things on it as well, weren't it? Um, we I the Iconics defeat Bailey and Sasha, Nia Jax and Tamina, Beth Phoenix and Natalia. This is when uh, Bailey and Sasha were supposed to be like crying on the locker room floor, weren't it? It was reported after they lost. Uh, don't remember much about it. This, this is shit WrestleMania card as I'm going through this. Fucking hell. Um, yeah, I as I say, I don't remember much. Anyone? Anyone? No. I think this is a bit of a non-issue, isn't it? It was... Um, it just a match, it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next, we get the match of the night. The thing that I'll probably remember most from this Mania, and that is Daniel Bryan getting a classic... Well, Daniel Bryan getting a great match out of Kofi Kingston. Um, yeah, the, the whole Kofi Mania stuff was one of the big stories going into WrestleMania, obviously, yeah. Kofi wasn't originally meant to be facing Daniel Bryan for the title. It was supposed to be Kevin Owens, but um, Kofi got himself that over in the Elimination Chamber, the whole Kofi Mania stuff. Um, They eventually put him in the match. And yeah, it was just a great moment, weren't it? Kofi gets a huge pop when he wins the title. Um, Just a great moment. His kid's in the ring. They have a great match. And yeah, and a year later, he's just back to doing what he was doing before. (laughs) I think probably the best WrestleMania match I've seen live. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed this match. Um, it, it didn't, ha- you know, it, it it didn't have these monumentous moments in it. But in terms of technical ability of both inside the ring, I really loved it. Yeah, it's the kind of match you want from WrestleMania, isn't it? So you had the big story leading up to it, the the really good match, and then the feel good ending at, at the end. Um, to, to be honest, I know they put the women on to, to say they'd done it or they felt they deserved it, but I think if the show had have ended with this match, we'd probably have a much better opinion of the show leaving it. I agree. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like it's all about that feeling when you walk out the building, isn't it? I mean, so, to be fair, you if you'd have said to me Becky Lynch winning the title main event in the show, I'd have been like, oh, people will be bouncing walking out. But See, if you think about it another way, though, this show was, what, seven and a half hours? Yeah, and the match came on at about three and a half hours in, including pre pre show. Mm. So, Kofi Bryan came on at a time when normal fans at home and fans in the arena are just getting ready for a main event of a B show of a SummerSlam. the The momentum, the the energy levels, except was right for that moment. I think I've thought about this since, and if you'd have put Kofi Daniel Bryan on last is there a chance that the crowd would have been knackered, tired, unresponsive, and not been as impressed as you were just when it was at the peak moment for watching wrestling? Well, yeah, you're going to struggle to keep anyone's attention, aren't you? Seven, eight, nine hours into a... Yeah, so it was a good thing. So it was a good... Good job they didn't put him on last because I think yeah. it got a better better response than it would have done going last and everybody being too tired for it. So you saw it the year before with Brains Lesnar. They actually had a good match, but nobody like five percent of the building were paying attention to it. The rest were throwing beach balls yeah. on. Yeah. Well look, gents, on that I'm afraid I need to leave you. Um enjoy talking about make sure uh, make sure you mention what happened at Burger King, Dan. Don't, oh, yeah, I will. Don't, I will. Let, don't let Burger King be forgotten. But I'm going to have to leave you lads. Uh, let you leave you lads to it. So thanks very much for having me. Cheers, everyone. So excited. Yeah. Um, right. So where were we? Uh, do, do, do. We was. 
We're going to, we just off Kofi and Daniel Bryan, and I think the next match, which went four times longer than Rush versus Dalton Castle, <laughs> it went for a whole minute, and it was Samoa Joe defeating Rey Mysterio. Um, I think we, we've later learned that Rey was injured, and Samoa Joe just went straight through. Yeah, it was... I don't even remember this match being on the card either, to be honest with you. He just, he just chucked him out, didn't he, I think? Yeah, something like it was yeah. nothing, weren't it? Yeah, then, it was. Yeah. It was. It was. It, it was just one. Of that. I think it was a, a finish. I don't know whether it was a muscle buster or something. Um, but then we went into two of my favourites. Fucking hell! Uh, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Yeah, it just quickly. Is anyone else? I'm not bothered because like, if anyone's got this far, they deserve a medal anyway. Is is everyone else? No one else is rushed for time at the end. Yeah, I'm not in a rush either. Chris, are you all right? Like, probably like, I don't know. We've got what the rest of this show and Raw SmackDown. No, I, uh, I'm gonna have to go roughly after the Monday section. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorted. Oh, yeah, I'm all right for a bit. Yeah, sorted. More important than Ted just going for a wank. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So. Only joking, Tebs. So, yes, the Roman Reigns Drew. My memory for this Roman Reigns Drew McIntyre match, um, Danny, right, is this is just after Roman had come back with cancer on it. You know, like he'd come back from the whole cancer thing. Yeah. And I'm thinking, everyone's being respectful. They're not booing, they're just being silent. Nobody cared about this match. And Neil is just there going, boo, <laughs> booing Roman Reigns. <laughs> and I'm thinking, and then he starts, someone else hears Neil boo, and they think, oh, it must be all right to boo. So our entire section's basically booing Roman Reigns. And yeah, it was they were just dead. Crazy to think that Drew main evented Mania the year after this. This was a nothing match, weren't it? And on paper now, you'd see it as a big match. If, if you look at the cards, um, and like, what what your thoughts were of the matches after the Kofi Daniel Bryan match? That was the peak of the show on it, and then I don't think anything we'll get onto. I don't think anything good or exciting happened after that. No, uh, I can't think of it. Like, like you look next, at the matches, and to me, this WrestleMania I, just didn't that good. No, I I got to be honest. I enjoyed Triple H versus Batista. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, so I enjoyed that, and I enjoyed the the the, uh, the main events as well. I've got to be honest. Yeah. As if see see Triple H Batista for me, it was it went twenty four minutes. The crowd didn't react to anything. My only memory of, of the match was the nose ring spot, which yeah. I can seriously mm. the, my nose ring, even if I twist it. Yeah. So if I actually if you to actually do that, yeah. But obviously it wouldn't work anyway. But yeah, so Triple H, obviously the King of Kings, has to get his win back from Mania 21 against Batista. (laughs) (laughs) All these years later, um, Batista finally got his match. And then we get this fucking Baron Corbin defeating Kurt Angle. Disgraceful, disrespectful. Absolute shit. I said earlier about the good work Vince does by letting Ryder and Hawkins win the tag titles in the hometown, and then you go and do this to a legend in his uh, in his retirement match. Yeah, it was just we were just like you knew when that match started, you just knew Baron Corbin was going to win as well. Um, And then this is this is for me the biggest mistake, not mistake, but. 15th matches deep on the show, 
Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. And if there's ever been a crowd respond, you know, like that whole Balor pose where they all put their arms in the air. Yeah. There were probably about 40 people in this crowd doing the ballot polls with him. Nobody could be asked. We're about six hours in. I remember, I thought at this point, I thought, do you know what? I'm going to go to the top of the building and take a picture. So as I'm walking up, I looked and you could see out of the uh, stadium, loads of people leaving. I'm thinking, you're leaving before, like, let's be honest, that Becky Lynch-Ronda Rousey-Charlotte match was, like, pretty big going into the show. Um, yeah, it was the main, main period, wasn't it? <laughs> Um, I'll go, I'm sure, as it led to that. <clears throat> but I think we could, you could, we'll get on to it, but I think you can probably see why they were leaving. They probably um, foresaw what happened to us and didn't want to be involved in it. Yeah, it was a good idea, weren't it? So, the, so Ballard defeats Lashley and we get Becky Lynch, Ronda, Charlotte. I, this match, I'd imagine this match, what it was going to be, how they were going to end it. The crowd were dead. The match starts after midnight, and Becky Lynch's big moment was a botched flash pin. I was just like, "This is your crowning moment to go off WrestleMania." The she, you watch it back, and she pins her, and the crowd just stand up and go, "Hey!" Like they didn't expect it. It wasn't built to. The match itself was okay, but live, I was invested in the feud, and I just didn't give a shit. While I'm watching this, I was like, "I want to go. I want to go." But yeah. yeah, I don't know how everyone else felt about that. It's a shame, isn't it? Because obviously, you, you get excited for WrestleMania all year. You're looking forward to going. The feud's amazing. The TV's pretty good. Um, but then the, the match it is on, like you said, nine hours into you being in this building. It's gone past midnight. Um, yeah, the, 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 the situation during the match, um, it have probably got a better reaction and felt and come across better on TV had it been, say, a f- main event in a four-hour mania. But Yeah, definitely. It's like one of my... I, I remember going, walking back to the start of the match and Teddy Hart walked past me with a beer. Even he'd had enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, know, I know we've been over this before, Dan, but I honestly think there was a reason that was done, there was a reason it was botched, and it's so when... Um, when Ronda comes back, she can say, I was screwed out of that title, my shoulder was up. And she gets an immediate title rematch whenever she comes back. Well, she won't be fighting Becky, will she? Mm, not now. Not now, because the set's come. <laughs> I just don't think... I just don't think you build up another, another year's WrestleMania in the main event of another one. Like, you never know what's going to happen. The, like you say, Becky's pregnant, Ronda's doing her best yeah. to get pregnant. It's like, it, they may, they'll put Becky, realistically, Becky Lynch and Ronda will never face each other at WrestleMania again. So, they should yeah, we, don't, we don't know that. You can look at next year or the year after, but there's, it, it's just putting a, what do they call it, an, an Easter egg in there just to... Mm. Um, so not, planted the seed I mean, in it for some... Exactly. Like, like, like so. Seth did nine months later. I honestly don't think you'll see a women made of WrestleMania again. Do you not, Chris? I don't think I don't we will think anytime you'll see soon. A women WrestleMania again. It was just for me. It was a shit show. Um, I get the ending. I get where you know where Dan is coming from, and he probably is right. Uh, that is probably where they was leading to. Uh, I'll probably use it. I just thought it was so disappointing for the main event to be so so fucked up, and it's a shame really because I did sort of believe in him. I, you know, and I was a Ronda fan as well, uh, when I really wanted Ronda to excel, which, which I thought, you know, she did all right, she didn't do too bad, but it wasn't just her, it was Becky, it was, you know, um, it was a shame really, 
That was all. Uh, but I can't see him in event again, personally, but oh, you, no. you can't tell with that motherfucker, can you? <laughs> <laughs> They'd need a really hot story, wouldn't they, I think, to yeah. have it made event. What did, did you enjoy it, Danny? You're normally a bit more positive than the rest of us. I enjoyed the match. I, I enjoyed I, I thought it was decent. There was one or two spots that were a bit out of sync, but no, it was it was good. It was it was the feud. It was the end of the that, that feud. And I do get what you mean when you say you know it was disappointing. It was a, it looked like a botch finish. It shouldn't have ended that way. I do get what you mean, but I, I don't know. I, I I did. I enjoyed the show overall. I don't think WrestleMania is for the purists. I think it's. Certainly for the casual fan, the pop culture extravaganza and all that shit. Um, but it was—I enjoyed. It. it was one of me. It, it was probably my. I think I enjoyed that more than I enjoyed the um, the Florida one. Um, so thirty-three. But it is. It's just a day. It's an experience. It's it's a moment uh, for me. But then afterwards, we got out of the arena. Me and Chris got the bus back. Then we got the train, and we were back home within about forty-five yeah. minutes. Uh, what happened with yourselves? Well, I'll talk. I'll talk about. It. And what were you saying about the show, Danny? Yeah, like so. Out of the four WrestleManias that I've been to, yeah, if I was likely, if I was ever going to put any of them on the WWE Network, this would be the one I'd be least likely to put on. I think it was Kofi versus Daniel Bryan that was good. But when you actually look at say thirty-three that we was at, yeah. You had that Shane AJ was good, yeah. You had mm. Kevin Owens against um, Chris Jericho was all right. Um, they had the ladder match, the Hardys return. I felt like there was more highs on that show. Um, Brock Lesnar Goldberg was really good. I think out of the four mainers I've been to, this was the week. Like there isn't one match on this show except Brian against. Um, Kofi, I'd even consider rewatching. I don't think any of them hit three stars, if you want to put it like that. Do you know? Um, do you know? Do you know what I will say? Um, I've actually shown this to a non-wrestling fan who enjoyed this so much, and it was just as AEW was starting, and she started saying, "Oh, I'll watch, um, I'll watch AEW because it's going to be on ITV." Got other links, double or nothing, or I think I saw the fight credits out because of you know ways you can get around it um and she hated aw she much preferred watching the wrestlemania spectacle of she loved the becky lynch match the ronda she loved triple h batista she loved uh shane versus um the miz all because it's a spectacle and the girls matches as well because she's not a wrestling fan she's not expecting top matches she has. She went in with no expectations. Really enjoyed that, but hated the first double or not. As if oh. it's strange. And, but G G got into it watching this year's WrestleMania, didn't he? Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. But he didn't. He didn't get into the one that he went to. But no. we didn't even mention him. He just. I think he showed up like halfway through the uh, Man, Corbin Kurt Angle match or something. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, I've been, I've been on the right tour me of this stadium." He was like, yeah, it's like you probably could have paid 20 quid to get a tour. But um, yeah, let's get into this. Actually, Neil, what did you enjoy more, 34 or 35 as a show? Um, 34, I think. Um, I don't know if it was, but 34 just seemed short. Like I, I know I was in there for nine hours, but I got in there quite a bit. The show just seemed shorter with a lot, lot less lulls in it, if you like. 
Like to me, nothing really happened after the Kofi Bryan match up until the big main event. There's a lot of matches in there that you didn't need or could have been better. Um, wasn't as good as you'd expect. So yeah, definitely 34. Um, I enjoyed I enjoyed 35. It was just there was a lot, a big period in the middle, probably two hours where it was just not a lot going on and your attention starts uh, waning. Um, but yeah, both both good shows. Um, I don't regret going to any of them, if you like. But um, yeah, I think 35 could have been better with the roster they had and the matches they had um, on the card. Yeah. Um, what about yourself, Chris? Th- you've been have you been to 33, 34, and 35? Yeah, yeah, all them, mate. Yeah, um, I prefer 34. Um, yeah. You know, to be honest with you, um, I just thought it was a good overall show in in general. Uh, but in saying that, I did enjoy 35. Really, you know what? I enjoyed them all. Even thirty-three was well, thirty-three was the best for me because it was the first one. Um, but yeah, it was good. I enjoyed all of them. Yeah, well, you're going to enjoy it any that's way. The thing. You? When you're there, I don't think you can not enjoy it. But I spoke to yeah. a few people who stayed up at home for thirty-five, and I, I, I came back saying, "Oh, it was a good show." Obviously, I had the live experience, and they were just like, "It was fucking shit." <laughs> um, they were watching it on TV. Um, You've got to think that three hours where you're in the arena, you still got the excitement of being there. But the two, three hours of not much when you up early hours in the morning in England. Um, yeah. yeah, it don't come across well on TV. I don't think. Yeah. So then, after we walked out after this eight-hour show, we uh, you might be better describing this, Neil, because it was a bit of a blur to me. We was we seen a really lo- what did we like wait for ages to get out? Was everyone going for a piss or something? Well, and then we. Well, yeah, I think so. So we obviously gone. To, we, knew, we knew it was going to take a while to get well. We thought it might take like forty minutes to get back. Um, so we went for went to the toilet and everything. And for some reason, I don't know why, but we just expected it to be like England. Oh, we'll walk, you know, we'll walk a mile down the street, and we'll get a taxi. Just, you know, we'll ring an Uber or whatever. Or we'll find a bar. Um, but when you're actually at this state, like I'd looked at it on Google Maps, and you you don't get the feel for it out when you're there. It's just in the middle of nowhere, wasn't it? Well, no bars or anything around it, it were so we followed we went to the road to like think we could hail a uber and some guy pointed us hang on there's a queue there and this queue must have been two thousand people long and if you think you've got to wait for the cars to arrive people to get in them like sack that off we'll get the train the train queue to be fair wasn't very long was it? it it was long but we thought you know two trains and we'll be we'll be on the next one but we got in the queue and the first train didn't arrive for what, 40, 50 minutes. Um, so yeah, just in this queue, um, pissing down people, started raining. Yeah. Um, and then just like people do when they're in a bad situation, people just started singing, singing ABBA songs. And so it was fun for like 20 minutes of singing and then the singing stops and we realised the queue hadn't moved. We'd been there for an hour and a half. It was just a shit show, wasn't it? But no one telling us what was going on. We were just stood in the queue hoping that we could get a train, but we like times where we thought, are we actually going to be able to get a train? But the train's leaving, none coming, none arriving to, to replace them. Train's getting filled up and then just sat there for 30, 40 minutes. It was just a joke. There was just no organisation. And as we found out afterwards, I think... Well, WWE and, and New Jersey officials are blaming each other for it, aren't they? And, um, yeah, it was just not very well organised, really. It left a, left a bit of a dampener on the night. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was like three o'clock or something, I think, by the time we actually got on that train. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know, it was just, it was three ridiculous. So it was literally 3 a.m. Chris. It was like, what the hell? I mean, the best moment for me was there's this Scottish guy who's like been starting all the songs, right? So he's there, we're all singing songs, and then it's literally torrential rain at this point. He's yeah. there and he's killed, and he goes, If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. And some <laughs> some bird, some American bird shouts, fuck off or something. And then it like it were a bit awkward, weren't it? Like they started having a go at him telling him to shut up later. Ten, ten, on. Like people's ten, yeah, you could feel a bit of tension after that. I was just like, we just need to get out of here. Um every, everyone's tired, wet. Uh, no matter how much of a good time you've had, when when it's like two hours after the show's finished and you you're getting rained on and and stuff, it's it's just not good, is it? It was fifty. It was like fifteen, sixteen hours after we got the Uber to the building. Yeah, yeah. Just just ridiculous, weren't it? So we eventually get back, and then what did we do? We got got an Uber, and then we have this Burger King incident, <laughs> which we have actually got on our vlog on YouTube. But Te- Tebs, Chris, right, is ordering something through the drive-thru and I think he must have asked him what did he do did he like ask about five different times <laughs> I, I so but, but obviously obviously we're not driving the car so the Uber driver's in the window next to the drive-thru I think the Uber driver's probably a bit pissed off as, as anyway asking him to go through the drive-thru um the Uber driver's not English um so Teb's in his Thick Yorkshire accent anyway, when this guy's probably used to wearing like New York accents or New Jersey accents. And it was just, it, it was just the, the most surreal t- uh, Burger King drive for I've ever been to. I, I can't remember fully what happened. I just remember, so Teb's asking the Uber driver what he wanted and then he was coming back with wrong stuff or, do you remember what happened? Ah, it was just like, go and watch it on our YouTube, people. Yeah. Subscribe, search <laughs> Neutral Wrestling on YouTube. And see it Don't unfold it. in real life rather than us trying to describe it <laughs> 14 months later. But it, it was just ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so we get back, eat our Burger King. I think we all go our separate ways, get to bed. About 4 o'clock, we're probably woken up by G's alarm clock at 6 so we can get back <laughs> to this gym session. And this was when the taxi back was when G started to perk up. He was like... <laughs> Well, it's just been funny, this, hasn't it? It was a clash show. <laughs> it was like, uh, bear in mind, G sat... Did he watch one match? I don't know. He, he sat down for the start, and then he'd gone. We, he didn't see the fireworks. He didn't see the lights come on at the start. Not with us, anyway. Um, and then he came back, like, seven hours later. We don't know where he'd been. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it> just, <laughs> But, I mean, he paid his money to be there, so let him enjoy it how he, how he wants. <laughs> 300 quid for a stadium tour. Uh, but, yeah, I bet you, you two have been fast asleep by then, won't you? Definitely, mate. Um, oh, I think oh, we, yeah. We, we went back. It was pissing down rain. We managed to get a few berries in from CVS, um, and then we had to swap trades. So we got... We got Soaked, because, but it was just a short walk. We, us two, and obviously neither of us are the uh, are the sleekest and slickest in terms of body girth. Um, just legging it from one there from the Port Authority to I think it was Lexington Ave um, train station via uh, an alcohol shop. There was a fella in there kicking off, but we managed to get get things sorted and get back. And then unfortunately, that next day was Chris's last day. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do that again. Every time you know, I go now, I'm going to, you know, I might stay for the road this time. <laughs> oh, you uh, did that. I don't, I don't know why I did didn't that. You? 
Yeah, but the worst thing about it, you, you know, for 33, I actually was there, but, uh, you know, but I couldn't get a ticket, but I couldn't be arsed going after the Mania. The Mania knackered me out. Um, but, yeah, no, it is one of my regrets, and I was gutted to go home on the Monday. Um, but, you know what, it was good. It was a good week, it was a good week and... I'm sure we'll all have one again soon, and yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it, but you know, next time, hundred percent, I'll be staying till the, you know, yeah, till the. Oh, is it a Raw or SmackDown? Smack, yeah, it's Raw now, isn't it? It's yeah, Raw because SmackDown. Smackdown, Smackdown right Which I'm, I've got to be honest, I'm kind of gutted about because SmackDown, nobody's taking it serious. Everyone's had a long week, but it just seems like everyone's chilled out. I like it because you know, oh, it's the last show. It's the last match, it's the, you know, and you're having a drink. You normally get good seats because a lot of people have gone home for quite cheap. I think our seats were fucking brilliant, weren't they, for SmackDown? Um, but as it happens, it, it's it's not going to happen anymore. So poor Chris left me, and I kept like sending him pictures of his bed, and I kept everything the way it was, like a little shrine to him, you know, in the hotel room. Um, but yeah, so it was quite sad. But I went to Access that day and met you, Dan. Um, I don't remember meeting Neil. I don't know whether you fucked off him. Nah. Should we let Chris? Do you need to put your kids to bed? I've just looked. It's quarter past eight. I, I, you know, if you'd gone, I don't want to keep you. No, I'll. I'll uh, no, I'll finish Monday off with you. Then... Oh, sorted. So, oh, no worries. Sorted. Um, yeah, Neil. Where did you? I was thinking that as well because I was with you. Came to access, didn't you? Because I remember. No, we, so we, when I said earlier we went to access, we, we did. We. we'd We'd gone to the superstore, so I'd been on. We went on the boat, and then on Monday, right. um, you actually had access tickets, I think. Um, so you were going to that. I just had a lie-in. Um, and me and Tebs, we just had a chilled-out day. We, cause we, had, we didn't have raw tickets, so we had a chilled-out day. Had a couple of pints in in New Jersey, and then the plan was to go out for a few drinks in Manhattan because we'd not really done that. Um, but we looked on StubHub. I two. messaged you, didn't I, saying, come on, it's like, because I hadn't got my ticket yet. And I remember yeah. the message you saying, Jesus, it's $20 here. Yeah, so we just $30. bought a couple of tickets on, on StubHub. And then, yeah, then we just got the train to, to Brooklyn. So I don't know if, I don't know if, I can't remember if we met you. Oh, no, yeah, so you, we got tickets in you. Your, your section, yeah. So we, we, got, we got in the arena. Um, and then, yeah, you, you just came and sat with us, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So we've been at Access, haven't we, Danny? Um I don't know, G taking great pictures of all the matches going on there. We were just mooching around access. I remember thinking, why have I spent 60 quid on this again? It's the exact same thing as everywhere. The venue weren't as good this time as previous ones. It was like on the pier. Um, yeah, all I remember, Danny, is watching the... We just watched the matches, didn't we? The NXT matches. And then we went for a beer at that bar. A few bottles of Budweiser. Or Hello, no, yeah, I think... Um... G was constantly in that. Um, it was Worlds Collide, wasn't it? They were calling it. Yeah, they like four days of it. And G, because G was just stood right opposite Hard Camp, but he must have took about six thousand pictures of the women's matches. Um, um, yeah, we went to that bar. We did a mini vlog um, when we were in the bar, and it was uh, it was all right. And then we, I think, we met up with. With Neil and and Tebs, I can't even remember going in, but I love that Barclays Centre too. Um, it was fucking great place. Fucking hell, it robbing bastards! It was about eighteen dollars a beer, yeah. weren't it? But it was the same. It was the same in the uh, MetLife. It was the same in MSG. Uh, but yeah, they were robbing bastards everywhere. 
Yeah. Can can anyone remember anything that happened on Raw? I remember Undertaker showed up. Tebs was buzzing about. Well, that. yeah, it was uh, Vince trolling us, wasn't it? And then the <laughs> fans revolting. So Vince announced that we were going to have a champion versus champion match, Rawlins versus Kofi oh, Kingston. Yeah. Everyone were buzzing for that. Um, did the match actually start, or did? I think it started. Yeah. And then within two seconds, um, the bar had come out and. And then, yeah, ruined it, and we quickly realised we weren't getting that match, and then that just turned the crowd on. The crowd just shit on my show, basically, didn't they? Uh, yeah. The next hour. I do remember on the big screen, when they were panning through the crowd, it, it went to and stayed on a sign that says, is it too soon to boo Roman yet? Ah, <laughs> class. Yeah, there was a woman going around the crowd, weren't she, asking stuff as well. I feel like there was... Uh, oh, they did that at 31. They promised us Seth versus Brock for the title the night after, and then Brock F5, Michael Cole, and got suspended. So they... I've, why would you try and piss off you probably loudest fans of the year? But, um, yeah, I can't remember much else from the show except chanting AEW, uh, Okada. What other chants were we chanting, Neil, at... Uh, God knows. It was it was also Moxley's last match, wasn't it? Yeah, he did the speech yeah. after, didn't he? Yeah. So at the time we was all like, "Oh, was I remember... that or was it?" No, they, did... they put it on like the Twitter after. Oh, yeah. I remember it's after. We always seemed to end up at that shopping center, didn't we? When we were training, changing trains. Do you remember that shopping center where you got like a present? In the World Trade Center. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, <thing. laughs> that was the connecting point to get from. Manhattan. Yeah, it was a shopping centre though. Like that World Trade Centre where that. Is that what it was though? Oh yeah. <laughs> the World Trade Centre. <laughs> Tube station, yeah. I'm fucking shopping mall. Three hours in. It was better than that park anyway. We kept jumping over, didn't we? I remember jumping. Last night, you two had been giving me and G shit about jumping over. And you two couldn't figure out how to get the ticket machines to work or something. So me and G just oh, right out of... I bought a five-day ticket, but we were there for like six days, so I'd run out on the last the last journey. We had to get it out, so I think I just thought, you know, fuck it. I've give I've given Manhattan economy, New York economy, enough money in the last five days. And you're fucking right. over the fucking barriers. But yeah, any anything else you want to talk about on the Monday? I don't remember much after that. No, I mean I wouldn't mind discussing Chris's uh, Darth Vader impression, um, but. That I'm breathing that, I don't Because I did a workout, I think, before. I've, uh, I've gone with a personal trainer. I did a workout before. Fuck you now. I'm, like, I'm, still, I'm still catching my breath now. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it probably is me. Oh, I could uh, work out where it was coming from. It probably was. I think it's me. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm fucked. I'm like that. I'm fucking catching my breath. But, yeah. Yeah, so that was it from the Monday. Uh, I can't remember. I'm trying to think of anything else. It was fucking New York shit. New Orleans was like, oh, we went out, we got smashed, we did this, big party. Fucking WrestleMania in uh, New Orleans, we was out, smashed after Mania. Mania in New York, we got a Burger King and got piss-wrapped with some Scottish guy in a kilt. Shit on. <laughs> right, Tuesday. Tuesday, last day and we could finally get... I just remember Danny going... Fucking hate New York. I want to get out of here. And at the start of it, I was like, oh, it's all right, New York. By the Tuesday, I was ready to go. I was ready to go. Me and Neil went to go and watch Preston versus Leeds. 
and the Leeds fans in there were pissing me off. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Right, listen to this. So there's at the bar, they got Preston Leeds on the big screen and Liverpool were in the Champions League. And there were these, they was like, are you from near us? We recognise your accent. I was like, well, I live in, uh, yeah, Preston. So he was like, oh, we're from Blackpool. I said, oh, you're not Blackpool fans, are you? He went, no, we're Liverpool fans. I was like, fucking hell. I was like, as soon as you'd be Blackpool fans. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just typical dickheads. And uh, But they were all right, actually, I suppose. But they were Liverpool fans. And uh, so we were on like a two-minute delay for the Preston-Leeds game. I mean, that match was a bit like this podcast. Tebs no-showed the match and Gino showed the match. <laughs> so it was just me and Neil in this bar. And uh, I'm there, obviously. Preston, if we lost, we had no chance of getting top six. Leeds needed to win. And so we're sat there, two-minute delay, and everyone knew it in the bottom. This dickhead turned around and goes, I'm there waiting for us on the attack. And he goes, we'll win it. Leeds have just scored. We're winning 1-0. And even Neil was like, are you taking the piss? Bamford yes. rattled in a great 20-yard. Maybe that was the second one. I don't know. I- and- I'm used to that, Dan, anyway. Every time I'm watching a match on Sky Sports, I get the text... 30 seconds before goal goes in from you because mine's on a lag so that's just how I'm used to watching football yeah but for not a game like it's our team yeah you, you know if, you, if, you, if you're watching it live with people and you know what they're seeing why why would you shout up a minute before goal goes in or lead score in a minute it's just I, I had a bit of a goal at him didn't I I think I, I can't remember what I said to him but uh, I had a bit of a goal at him then I went back outside G had showed up G that Number one PNE fan. Not only did he not watch WrestleMania or any wrestling shows, we he didn't even watch the Leeds Preston game with us. I think he went to go and get went to the World Trade Center to get his stepdad uh, a book or something. Anyway, um, I, 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 always, I always remember talking outside to this American guy, and he was talking to me. Neil, you were like second at the time, looking like you were going up. And he goes to me, he's like, oh, I'm a Leeds fan, blah, blah, blah. He was like, they never win when I go, though. He was like, um, he's like, but I'm going over next week. I'm going to watch the uh, Wigan home game and the Brentford away game in the Brentford end. Never thought anything of it. And then you lost both of them games, Neil, didn't you? Yeah. And it cost you your season, I thought. That American guy, he's jinxed them up there. Well, <laughs> the, the thing with me, so since, since Bielsa took over at Leeds... Um, I'd been out of the country for 11 games and we didn't lose many. We haven't lost many under Bielsa. Out of the 11 games I missed because I was out of the country, we lost 10 of them and drew one. <laughs> I know. So basically it's your fault for going to New York. Tip, you still beat us though. <laughs> the only one that you yeah, won yeah. while you're out of the country was against yeah, us. Yeah. Pearson got sent off, otherwise you'd have had no chance. Um, I suppose it's good. Just shame we weren't playing Union Berlin. We had twatted them. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, trying to think if there's anything else. So yeah, after I watched Leeds beat Preston, we went to SmackDown. Um, yeah, like Danny said, it's like a fun show. At least we didn't get Nakamura Ziggler for the third straight year. Mm. I was I was rat arsed when I turned up to SmackDown. I'd been I'd gone and done some touristy things in Midtown, and then I went. So the Ghostbusters house about one o'clock, you know, the firehouse um, from the Ghostbusters film. And then I went to this bar over the road, just thought, I'll have one. Have a quick one before I move on. Ended up getting stage chatting to people. There was Champions League on, I think Tottenham were playing Tottenham City. Man City. Um started chatting to people, got really involved. 
old fucking four hours flyby, um, and then I had to get a taxi to the um, to the to the Barclays Centre because I I wasn't risking the train, so I was running late. Um, and uh, I think, uh, yeah, uh, did you get a, a stub up ticket and then you told Neil and Tebs to come again? Because no, we had tickets for SmackDown. Yeah, we it's got ticket. Just... We got tickets for SmackDown cheap, I think, off Ticketmaster because right. me and you were basically in the same seats, weren't we? Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. They had like um, they had the celebration, didn't they, for um, for uh, New Day? Kofi come out, um, and then they had the two hundred five matches. Um, it was just, it wasn't. I can't remember a great deal from the show, but I just remember it being quite a fun show. Everyone was enjoying themselves because it was the last night, and you know that was that. Yeah, we got Tony Neeson. Tony Neeson, Buddy Murphy went out there and had like a twenty-five minute match that was really, oh, that was really brilliant. good. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, move, I was about fifth row for that match. Um, That's right. Because we'd, we'd walked round to your side, and I just kept walk because obviously most of the fans had left by then. So I just kept walking as close as I could and just sat. I was like on a row by myself, but I just had a. It's the closest I've ever been for a WWE show. Um, mm. And yeah, really, really good match. Was that the last match of the night? Uh, yeah. I no. think the Lebron match on, but I can't remember what. It wasn't it was a match, the... was it? Um, no, it's a throwaway. It was Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, I think. Yeah, it was like just promo. Yeah. But, yeah. But that's, that was that. was that. And then, I don't know whether I'm going ahead too far here, but I remember getting the flight back. I was on the same flight as you and G. And I remember G losing his passport as we were ready to get on the plane. <laughs> Sounds about right, doesn't it? Uh, I'm trying to think there's anything else. I, I seen that Leeds fan on the plane home. He was with his missus. So I was like, oh, you're all right, mate. I thought I'd try and be nice to him. Did he tell you what happened at the end of the film you were yeah. watching? <laughs> yeah, he was like, your mate's going to lose his passport at the end of this flight. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm trying to think. Tuesday night. What did, we... I got upgraded on that flight. I forgot. I got upgraded on the big guy. I got stuck into business class. Um, I, there was a... I'd walked out of a restaurant... Um, I was having a few beers this next week because they'd told you and G to get out. Do you remember in the airport? It was a Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, and yeah. He said, could you move if you're not eating? You just leave. And I was like, yeah, that's me. Fucking threw everything down. Didn't tip them like a big shit out. I remember, I remember. Good on you. Good lad. And then I went to get something from the shop before we got on the plane. And I was chatting to this girl who was working from Virgin Atlantic who was a scouter. So I get on the plane, and then after we took off, she says, um, she she lives by ours, and uh, she said to us, there's a, there's a free tea up here if you want to come in, and there was a seat and nobody in front of me. It was low the leg room, and there was one there was a seat in the middle missing as well, and then the next person was there. So I was made up with that. The only time I've ever been upgraded on a flight. I wish I had been instead of sat next to G. Um, but yeah, I tried to think the last day, what was it? I think we went to the Disney store, didn't we, Neil? I got my little girl there, uh, like a New York Mickey Minnie Mouse. She still goes to me, are you going back to New York to get me some presents? Because I told her I told her I was going to uh, Florida dinner for Mania this year. And uh, she keeps saying, when are you going to get these presents? I'm like, oh, when the coronavirus. She's funny. She comes up to me, right? And she'll be like, daddy, do you know about the coronavirus? She like proper knows about it and stuff. It trips. Anyway, that's enough of me whittering on about her. But yeah, um... Yeah, I just remember the last day we went in that pizza shop 
had loads of nice pizza. Uh, we just um, kept going back for more, didn't we? One yeah, thing about yeah. New York is the pizza's amazing. Yeah, we had to touch on that. We'd just be getting slices every night. That was literally all yeah. we ate, weren't it? Yeah, I, can't, I can't remember eating a different hot meal to pizza, to be honest. Poor Chris got stuck with me constantly looking for uh, for hot dog stands. I loved the uh, the hot dogs. Uh, I can't comment, can I, Veggie? Um, <sighs> do you remember when we were sat in that big square as we were about to say bye to each other? I don't know if we were saying bye, but G went to Dunkin' Donuts, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I said, get yourself, a co- get yourself a coffee and get me this. Do you remember? He come back with no coffee. He didn't, he'd not got me a coffee and we was like... <laughs> <laughs> is he taking the piss he was like do you want me to go back I was like you don't have to he's like alright oh, no worries stop <laughs> drinking his coffee I was like at what point did we say bye to each other where did we leave each other on the what's the train called that you get to the airport that stops yeah, at the train run. it's like there's a special word for it but oh, it's like yeah. a monorail thing like yeah. a monorail and you got off at one terminal we got off at another terminal yeah you were sweating Birmingham with drawing with Sheffield United. So I remember you sweating on that. Yeah, very much going on. And I was getting updates as I was in um, queuing up for customs. Yeah. I remember, Danny, you go to me at Red Pro Show. He's like, Liverpool are getting beat 1 0 to Southampton. I was like, get in. And then yeah. you looked at me. He was like, it's 3 1, Dan. I was like, <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think that's, I don't know, landed home. That's I genuinely true. can't even remember landing or anything. So, so with you. Was- yeah, you. I didn't see you when we landed, but yeah. Um, oh no, I did. I did because you'd fallen. As, I'd come up to see you, and the two of you were faster, Kip. Um, you and G uh, on the flight. But was I was it, the whole. Was it an overnight flight? Yeah, um, I think, think we got there in the morning. What back in England? So that would yeah. we got back in England on yeah. the thurs, Thursday morning. Our, our flight was after yours. Yours was. I remember ours being about 8 o'clock New York time, so we got back to England about 10 o'clock, I think, in the morning. I was ordering tickets for West Brom away on one of them boats. G took a picture of me, ordered them, and needless to say, neither of us made it to West Brom that Saturday. 4 <laughs> nil down at half-time, though, so probably a good job. Um, uh, what would everyone say was the favourite match or moments from that? Then, Chris, start with you, mate. What from the old uh, week? Yeah. Yeah, so either um, match, card, whatever it is. Oh, it's got to be the Saturday night for me. Uh, in the, you in the garden for the Ring of Honor uh, and New Japan. It was it was amazing. Yeah, it was the one. It was just you know to be honest with you, the whole you know, the whole week was you know, really enjoyed it. New York is you know itself. I don't think it's amazing to be honest with you. I didn't really enjoy it. It was just everything was just fucking miles apart, weren't it? It was just. Yeah, but but it was a good week. Um, you know everything. I enjoyed it. The indie shows, everything. It was good. You lot. It was good. Enjoyed it. Yeah. And what about what about you, uh, Neil? Yeah, similar. I think <clears throat> just sort of the whole Saturday topped off by you know, we we criticised the Ring of Honor bits in the New Japan <laughs> the new MSG show, but it's still a great show. Um, it, it's just a class day. Cause it, it's a long day as well, so we're in a pub for half nine in the morning, not getting back to the hotel to one o'clock in the morning. Um, just topped off, obviously, by yeah, Akada, the Akada title win, just like put the crown on the end of a perfect day on holiday, I think. Yeah, I think mine was probably um, it's a hard one. I really enjoyed Suzuki versus Barnett and 
blood sports. It was my first day, proper day there. Um, that was great. But again, I've got to say, being in Madison Square Garden, seeing that show, that historic show, um, that that whole Saturday was fucking brilliant. It was where, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I think we've. Got, I, I agree with you two guys. And seeing a card to lift the title. Uh, the IWGP heavyweight title, it, it was something special. Seeing uh, the great Muta. Um, so it leaves the uh, Prestonian Panther uh, to sum up his thoughts of the uh, his favourite mania moment. Yeah. Best day of the Saturday, unbelievable day, one of my best days at a WrestleMania. Uh, best match, Osprey, Bandido. I thought we was like ringside, weren't we, Neil, for the end mm. of it? Um Best moment, I don't know, causing chaos in pizza shops. But our best moment would be, the, I thought the near falls in the Okada Jay White match, followed by the moment of Okada, like, saying goodbye to MSG, like, saying, thanks for coming, see you soon, that that sort of stuff. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> as, as, you, as ever, WrestleMania, the actual show is not one of the best <laughs> best things or even mentioned in terms of best things. But yeah, it was good. <clears throat> I had a good trip overall. At WrestleMania, you can't go and have a bad trip. Um, but yeah, it, it it was really good overall. It weren't as messy and crazy as New Orleans. Um, but yeah, I think if I ever went back, I'd probably, I don't, I don't know, probably drink a bit more maybe i don't know we did drink a bit but i don't know a bit cold weren't it but yeah i'll tell you one thing if i ever went back i won't go to that fucking shit all of the park so yeah <laughs> so yeah thanks for joining us everyone if you're still listening at the three hour mark 
You must be fans. So www.patreon.com forward slash neutral wrestling for donations. Um, yeah. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, check out me and Danny have done and Sean have done WrestleMania 34 shows like this. WrestleMania 33, WrestleMania 31. Um, yeah, just thanks for joining us, everyone. Enjoy the show. Coronavirus providing we'll all be back in 37. We'll have some good stories from Las Vegas to you. But yeah, Danny, go on. What are you dying to say, mate? Nothing. But what no. did I say? Done. <laughs> what have I said? You haven't said anything, mate. All right, so it's yeah. Thanks for joining us, Neil. Let's hope you get promoted. Fucking hell. Yeah. Right. I want to get my Chinese now. Thanks yeah, I know. And it's mad, isn't it? You go to WrestleMania, yeah. You don't expect to meet any mates. Two years later, I've got Neil moving in with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, everyone. See ya. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We going to the garden. Homie Biggie Martin. Top five just around the pine. I we starting. We going to the garden. And I've been a marksman. Took me forever, but I finally hit the target. We going to the garden. Slick like jargon. Better get the checklist again to the bargain. We going to the garden. Plans like charted. No more stalling. Gotta get started. We going to the garden. If you would have told me this a year ago, I would have said it was a miracle. I'm after the game like I'm kidding. So hold on, cause here we go. Here we now go. we going to the garden. To everyone I said I couldn't. Every underpaying booking. Everyone that said that I would when they lose my foot and took it on the chin and can't push it. Now we going to I came from the bottom, the wins in the column. I bet you forgot him. I bet you forgot him. Just swinging possum, that was the problem. This what you got. Now we going to the garden. Now what the problem? Getting it popping. You wasn't watching. You wasn't watching. Losing his pineapple pizza. What? Never an option. We going to the garden. We making Martin. Top five, just around the pine. Now we starting. We going to the garden. And I bet a marksman took me forever, but I finally hit the target. We going to the garden. Sticks like jargon. Better get the checklist again to the bargain. We going to the garden. Plans like charted. No more stalling. Time to get started. We going to the garden. Going to the garden, yeah, going to the garden, going to the garden, yeah, going to the garden, going to the garden, going to the garden, yeah, going to the garden, going to the garden, yeah. Going to the garden, we going to the garden. The hustle, the game is The hustle, the clock and the game is between us. Yeah. The hustle that made us believers brought us to the world's most famous arena. Are you not entertained? Better understand. Get this in your brain and work 20 years. Got to this shame, but I don't work for this. Not a simple thing, and I don't take it for granted for not a second. And I gotta make it the best, and I gotta wreck it. And I gotta make it better than finesse it. Big man, this is my chance for anorexic. I say get the blessing, but you're the present. From the front row to the nosebleed section. Do this to the test it, dance in the present. You could be a present, now I am. Legend. We going to the garden. We making Martin. Top five just around the pine. Now we starting. We going to the garden. And I bet a marksman took me forever, but I finally hit the target. We going to the garden. Slick type jargon. Better cut the checklist again to the bargain. We going to the garden. Plans uncharted. No more stalling. Time to get started. Now we going to the garden. Going to the garden. Yeah. Going to the garden. Going to the garden. Yeah. Going to the garden. We going to the garden. Going to the garden. Yeah. Going to the garden. Going to the garden. Yeah. Going to the garden, we going to the garden. Yeah, that's right. G1 Supercard, Madison Square Garden. Tomorrow, I'll see you there. We coming for you, Bully Ray. Yeah, we going to the garden.